This is the MAGA gang. This is the MAGA crowd. I really mean it. All right, dude, that, that intro never is not funny. I love it. All right, well, all right, welcome, viewers. Hello, welcome. We are live right now on DLive, Twitter, Trovo, YouTube, and, of course, Switch.tv. New messages. What's up, BitNo? Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Yesterday, we were just chilling out, having a little bit of fun, playing Tropic of Six, making sure that everything worked. I'm with my co-host, Cheese. We would have done this earlier, but uh, he had other obligations. So, hello, Cheese. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, uh, fuck. Just... Hold up. All right. I apologize. Jeez, go ahead and speak freely now. Forgot to oh, unmute. I'm... Oh, I was censored? Yeah. Um... No, no, you weren't. <laughs> just, just, for the, just for the intro. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good tonight. Just uh, ready to look at all the wonderful things that's happened in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm, I try to consolidate it because we didn't stream for like two weeks. Uh, so next week when we do the stream regularly, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be a lot more smoother. Uh, we'll, we'll have a, it'll be more packed with more relevant stuff, but it should be a lot of fun. So was your uh, Thanksgiving very festive? Was it, uh, was it good? What'd you do? Uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. It I wasn't mean, that long ago. Well, yeah, actually, but like we had, we did a show after Thanksgiving. Did we really? Fuck, dude. I see. I can't even remember. Yeah, we did it. We did it the, <laughs> I do believe the day after Black Friday. Oh, dude, you might be right. It was a Saturday. Goodness. Yeah. All right. Well. The news stops for nobody, so we are going to go ahead and uh, we're going to talk about Brittany Griner. Now we're not going to get into the nuances of the, you know, the what do I call it, uh, of the trade or really, the people saw a video. A lot about it. I thought you cared a lot about the WNBA. Uh, I did, uh, not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what was interesting about this situation were allegations that Brittany Griner is a man. Now I am not saying that. But people have said that, and PolitiFact has come out to correct the record. And <laughs> there was, did you see that video? Did you see that video of her on the plane? And she's like being interviewed by like these like Russian dudes. And I'm like, sounds like a man. That, that sounds like a man's voice. Are you? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I just I just know that that it uh, it talks about a specific uh, sports magazine, and she took like pretty exposing photos yeah there's also photos of uh britney griner at this like pool party and shirtless look i think it's not That's a little weird yeah it, I'm, i was like look it, i don't think it's a woman you know some, there's like a juana man thing going on here that's that's all i'm trying to say so uh politifact swoops in to correct the record and shut down these bigoted hateful people who me and cheese disagree with uh <laughs> and uh they, they come out and if you say that britney griner is a man they're saying that you your pants are on fire that's how untrue that statement is 
If your time is short, <laughs> basketball star Brittany Griner has spoken often about bullying and criticism she's faced over her body. She described being called a boy at school because of her physical appearance in an interview with ESPN magazine after posting naked for its body issue in 2015. Now, we can't show those photos, and I did not look for these photos, by the way, uh, but there are videos circulating of Brittany Griner at a pool party uh, playing basketball, and I mean, it looked like... You know, it looks like a regular dude playing basketball. Like I said, it's like a Joanna man situation. Uh, let's see. Editor's note. If you or someone you know may be considering... Oh, I'm not going to read that. Uh, WNBA basketball star Brittany Griner has long heard speculation and insults about her body. When you're a six foot nine woman, <laughs> people tend to notice you. <laughs> These days, she likely has more important things on her mind than her appearance after being sentenced to nine years in prison on drug charges in Russia, where she is waiting to see if President Joe Biden's proposed prisoner swap comes to fruition. Well, unfortunately, it did. But that hasn't stopped social media users from making baseless assertions that the that the Olympic champion and six-time WNBA All-Star is a man posing as a woman. Some of them using photos allegedly of Griner to make the claim. Yeah, it's like here's the evidence. It's like how dare they? <laughs> um, look, I I never heard Brittany Griner speak until they were released from prison, and I was like, dude, this sounds like Juana Man. Are, do you, have you seen the movie Juana Man or heard of the movie Juana Man? I yeah, I didn't get the reference. I was trying to think of like I was like, did I miss something that oh, happened? And yeah, well, Juana Man is about a male basketball player, very mediocre, and okay. they end up pretending to be a woman, and they name themselves Juana Man, or yeah, Juana Man, or some shit like that, or Juana and their last name Man. So they call him just Juana Man throughout the movie, I think. And then oh, uh, they're playing basketball. So this dude is basically dunking on all these bitches. And it was the funniest shit in the world. And um, and then, of course, they're playing basketball. And he, like, falls down or whatever. And his wig falls off and he gets exposed. And uh, so that's why I'm like, we got a Juana Man situation on our hands here. That's a, uh, She looks cute in certain pics. If you didn't know she was mega tall and sounds like a man, then you realize she looks like Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, thank you for that comment, Mark. Yeah, so uh, this, is what, this is really what I wanted to talk about because I thought it was fucking hilarious. And I just never heard this person speak before. Uh, one, I don't really listen to women. And two, I don't really give a shit about the WNBA. I don't know anything about the WNBA. Uh, I do know that this person hates Trump. They hate America and they hate white people. And this is largely, you know, the the, the highest point of their career, the most well-known point of their career. Uh, I didn't even know this person went to the Olympics. And then, of course, they end up in prison. And in my opinion, they should probably stay in prison, uh, you know, because, you know, they got to they gotta learn. They got to learn their fucking lesson. And, of course, we get this horrific prisoner swap uh, for this dude called the Merchant of Death. I actually have a bookmark here. Uh, let's see. No, not the Twitter blue nonsense. Uh, we, we got these uh, minute-long videos really quick of this guy, the Merchant of Death. And there was a movie made of him called Lord of War starring uh, Nicolas Cage, a Vegas um, native. And uh, in the movie, he said that his name was Yuri Orloff, but also admitted that that's not his real name anyways. They couldn't use Victor, ba Victor Boot's real name. Anyways, uh, let's just go ahead and, uh, and uh, let's watch this video really quick. Yeah. 
не того на контролируется англосаксами, то вся планета совершит самоубийство. Понимаете? И это идет, ну, наверное, по всем направлениям. Да? Это и наркотики, это и э, вот это, как по-русски говорить, LGBTQ+. Вы представляете, сейчас в американских школах преподают первокурсникам, 6-7-летним первоклассникам, что оказывается есть 72 пола. Не просто, например, там такие там геи и как бы нормальные, а 72. Будет на Западе. Get very based in red pill. Um, I can't really uh, for those uh, listening, I can't read what he's saying because I'll get in trouble. Uh, here's an English version of uh, of this interview or a different interview, I believe, and he's speaking English. Here, let's let's watch. It's difficult to live on the callings of your heart, but if you listen in your heart. No, you know, yes, you're gonna, sometimes you get into trouble, but you never betrayed yourself. You know, and this inner peace gives you enough strength to go through everything. Why? Because you don't have a conflict inside of you. Doesn't matter what. You have peace and tranquility because you trust in your heart. <laughs> you trust in callings of your blood. You're trusting and you're never fighting who you are. Yeah, so the merchant of, uh, of death is now the merchant of peace. We should have just done like, not like a prisoner swap, but like a prisoner release. It's like, okay, Victor Bao doesn't have to be in prison, but he has to live in America. And Brittany Griner would become Russian because we don't want that bitch. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we ended up surrendering the merchant of death for a racist, lying, uh, male basketball player. It's incredibly mediocre. In every other regard. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think about this fucked up incident, Cheese? Well, yeah, like, I never I never really looked into who uh, the Merchant of Death was, but I assume that he was not a fair trade. No. No, not at all. It's like, yeah, it's where it's like, oh, yeah, guys, a WNBA star. And it's like, and, and like, would those charges even stick in the States? I don't know what... Uh, her charges were i just know they're drug charges um well it depends what's like like for britney griner what she did probably not she would probably get like reprimanded by the league um she'd probably get you know uh it'd probably just be very minor offense uh i don't know like uh rea un like just real talk she probably didn't deserve any sort of prison time for what she did however russia has her laws and she yep. clearly broke it and uh yeah as opposed to you know victor boop who was an international criminal allegedly and you know the, the u.s government spent millions of dollars trying to find this guy and uh and then of course we did and they you know brought him to justice and he was gonna you know serve out a lengthy sentence and uh you know there, there's a reason why that this trade ended up happening after the midterm election because it was an obviously bad deal it was a bad trade like literally doing nothing would have been more preferable than surrendering this guy uh, back to Russia. But uh, he seems really cool, so I'm not even mad. However, uh, Brittany Griner sucks, and now she's, you know, loose in the U.S., and that's not really ideal for us. It's like, look, man, we already got, like, this horrible recession. We're losing our freedoms, and now Brittany Griner's free to, you know, spew her tired horse shit, so... I was about not, to say, I, you remember whenever Joe Biden released all of those nonviolent drug offenders? Right. Um, 
you know how many were released? Uh, I think zero. Zero people were released. Yeah, right? yeah. There, there was a, so this. Like, no, sorry, go on. Yeah, so it's like okay, like in Russia, if like just like smoking a blunt is like not, nah, it's gonna be like a seven-year sentence, right? Like just yeah. throwing shit out there, and then like yeah, we're gonna do like a prison prisoner swap, right? To where like a guy named the fucking Merchant of Death <laughs> <laughs> is being swapped for somebody that we don't even see as a criminal. It's like really, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely get your point. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, there was a this is prevailing meme, this this myth in America that like all these people are just like smoking weed in their like bedroom and they're like going to prison for like twenty years and that's just not the reality. Yeah, the cops are driving by and like I smell weed, open up. It's like oh they're smoking weed in their garage, get them. Yeah, apparently that's not really a thing. So yeah, yeah, J uh, Dork Biden ended up pardoning all those idiots and literally nobody was released from prison because nobody was in prison for a simple possession or simple use. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just not reality. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the uh, second story. Should be right here. Uh, all right. Oh, no, that's not the right one. There we go. All right. So Kanye West, uh, just a few days ago on the 11th, was named Anti-Semite of the Year by a watchdog group. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that Hitler would win that every single year. Uh, well, I don't know if you can win it if you're gone, if you're dead. Uh, but yeah, Kanye. Yeah, why can't it just be like a like a continuous like, hey guys, Hitler existed, and then just like throw him the gold star every year. Well, how are you supposed to grift if you're always you know naming the same person and giving that one individual this award, this prestigious award, uh, anti-Semite of the year? So you got to give it to man. new people. So like <laughs> once upon a time it was Mel Gibson, then it was like Trump, then maybe Blonde. Trump got it. <laughs> No, I'm not, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, though, because he's always being called like a racist and a nazi. Uh, so according to the TMZ, Kanye West may never win another music-related award again, but there's one group that's honoring him with a not-so-flattering title, Anti-Semite of the Year. After several weeks and nearly 10,000 votes from members online, watchdog group and uh, Stop Anti-Semitism has named Kanye West the most problematic person of 2022 when it For comes to the group's people? mission. <laughs> so uh, in this article on TMZ, we have uh, stunning and brave individuals on a bridge or on a highway, and they're like throwing these little flags across the thing, and it says, honk if you know... I don't know what that means. Uh, and then Kanye West is right about the Jews. Uh, and then, of course, we got GoyamTV.tv. Uh, yeah, uh, new policy on YouTube. I have to make it very clear. I disavow. I disavow this hatred of any group. I do not agree with Kanye West and what he is saying. As we reported it, it was, it was shortly after he declared he was going death con three on uh, <clears throat> those people when a group was spotted <laughs> hanging a Kanye is right about the Jews sign over an L.A. freeway. So this happened in L.A. So you would think all this anti-Semitism would be occurring like in the South or something. But no, this is an L.A. Woke L.A. People are making these very nasty comments that I totally disagree with. 
Uh, and then here's uh, you know Kanye West looking like like some kind of goon, some like shock trooper, and you like know like skinhead. Yeah, it's very spooky. I very I disagree with this 100%. Finally, it was last yeah, week on doing blackface. Yeah, <laughs> finally it was last week on Alex Jones Infowars when Kanye declared he loved Hortler, denied parts of the Holocaust, and demanded Nazis get hated on less when things really ramped up. We know Adidas, Balenciaga, and some of Kanye's closest friends have all cut ties. He even lost an honorary degree. I don't know how they take away a degree, but whatever. Hard to imagine his anti-Semite of the year honor will disappear anytime soon. So uh, they're going to relentlessly beat up on Kanye West. Uh, I was uh, talking with some some folks, and my my serious opinion on this is that I'm not really impressed with what his whole with his whole performance, and I don't really think it's funny. I'm not offended by it or bothered by it in any way, shape, or form. But um, I, I keep hearing that it's like, oh, he's gonna change the conversation. The conversation around you know those people is is gonna like you know evolve, and and people are talking about it. And I just don't see any evidence for that. I don't think this is productive or helpful or a good thing. What do you think? Yeah, I. I don't know. A lot of this Kanye West stuff seemed like it came out of like left field. No, I think it did. Yeah, and it's just like I mean, looking at it now to where like if he was trying to have like a presidential platform, it was totally shit on, right? Oh, yeah. Like a Republican, yeah, like a Republic or the the RNC would it isn't going to touch Kanye. Like at oh, all. Oh, no. No, no never. Like he would have to start his own party and then assume that enough people are going to vote from that way, but I don't see it, right? Like, it's, yeah. as soon as they threw this at him, it's over. It's yeah, done. yeah. And uh, the thing is, is like, there's like a lot of uh, like based and red pill people that I do genuinely like, and they think all this is a really silly distraction, and it isn't helpful at all. And he lost them. Um, these are people who would just never be sympathetic towards anything or anyone on the left. Uh, but yeah, and it's not necessarily that like, he's hateful. He just he comes off as like really really silly. And I, I was I made a more serious uh, comment in another stream of last month where it's just like, like if people know who like Kanye West really is, they would not be taken in by any of this. Uh, and anybody who like you know latches himself onto Kanye, or pursues this uh, nonsense like in a meaningful manner, like they end up just like getting completely crushed and looking really stupid. I mean, look at what they they set up Trump. He shows up in Mar-a-Lago with Nick Fuentes, and you know it was like kind of like an ambush. And, and that's exactly what the intent was, according to Miley Yiannopoulos. You know, he wanted to embarrass President Trump by having Nick there. And then Kanye West basically asking Trump to be his vice president, which is incredibly fucking silly. I don't I mean, you're basically just wasting Trump's time. He could have easily uh, handled this with a phone call. Uh, and, you know, they would have just left it at that. But nope, uh, it had to drag on and get really silly. Uh, so, yeah, but no, uh, Kanye West is the anti-Semite of the year. Uh Good for him, I suppose. All right. Well, we're going to go to the third story. Let's see. What are we... What is the third story? Maricopa uh, oh, yeah. Judge. Yeah, that's right. The Maricopa case. Carrie Lake. This is insanely important. And this is actually a really, really great development uh, with some caveats. Uh, so, Maricopa Judge, according to CNN, allows narrow part of Carrie Lake's Arizona election uh, to head to trial. Uh, so, I'm not going to bother reading too much of this. I'll give you guys a cliff notes. So, essentially... Uh, Carrie Lake had a bunch of contests or she had a lot of um, she she had she listed 10 grievances and only two of them are going to move forward 
uh, and make it to trial. And it involves ballot custody or the, the custody of the, uh, the chain of custody of certain ballots or, or many of the ballots. And of course, the devices failing on election day. Uh, now, traditionally, uh, in order to get some sort of remedy, you wouldn't necessarily have to prove fraud or prove intent. You would just have to prove that a specific event ended up uh, you know, harming the campaign, harming her chances, disenfranchising enough voters to have impacted the election. So the judge in this instance is, uh, you know, uh, the threshold for victory is very, very high. Um, so this is a very, very uphill battle. However, uh, the fact that it's even going to trial is, uh, you know, people are celebrating and they're cheering it on. Uh, I'm very hopeful that, um, th that you know, Carrie Lake prevails. Uh, the, the remedy that I would like to see is a redo of the election for people in Maricopa County specifically. Uh, so, yeah, this is happening, I think, tomorrow. It's going to be going on through the 21st through the 22nd. So tomorrow. How this is going to go, I have no idea. Carrie, uh, Katie Hobbs, the supposed winner, yeah, right, uh, is trying her best to avoid uh, taking the stand and speaking under oath. Uh, a lot of people are trying to avoid uh, talking before the judge. Um, and the person representing the opposition, the Democratic Party, is Mark Elias. Uh, Mark Elias is not a stupid guy. He's just a liar. He knows the laws pretty damn well. However, he is ruthless and he gets results. There's a reason why he gets paid the big bucks. Uh, but Carrie Lake is also very fearless. And, you know, uh, seeing what is happening to her suggests to me that the Republican Party isn't serious. You have pretty much all these Republicans in Arizona fighting for their political career. And the Republican Party is nowhere to be found. That's a big problem to me. Have you been following this uh, at all, Cheese? Or know really what's going on in Arizona? As far as I know, some questionable things happened. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just don't know the, like, exact details. Kind of after all the midterms happened, I was just like, okay, like. Yeah, it was, you know, it was bullshit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's like, oh, all the cards fell this way. Carry yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was really nothing we most people can do. Uh, this is in my neck of the woods, though. And um, honestly, I didn't even I didn't even think we'd get this far. Uh, you know, I kept hoping and praying and fingers were crossed and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, man, Carrie Lake's a tough cookie. I think this is a test. This is a test. You know, she's got to go out there and she's going to, you know, go down fucking swinging. And uh, she's probably going to solidify herself uh, a, a really nice position right next to Trump as his vice presidential pick. Um, you know, if she's willing to, to go through all this. Despite, you know, the, the odds being totally against her and she still goes through and fights the way that she has, uh, she's probably going to be the vice presidential nominee. She's probably going to be the vice presidential pick. And, uh, you know, once Trump wins in 2024, God willing, um, she will end up being the new uh, face of MAGA. Uh, I do believe that. I'd rather vote for her than uh, Ron DeSantis. A woman? What is, uh, shut up. Shut the fuck up, cheese. Will not speak that heresy on the stream. You <laughs> sip for women, yeah. no matter who. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just read a little bit of this. Let's see what's going on here. So, a Maricopa County Superior Court judge ruled Monday that Arizona Republican Carrie Lake, who uh, who lost last month's gubernatorial race, yeah, it's debatable, uh, will be allowed to head to trial on two narrow claims in an election lawsuit. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, Judge Peter Thompson ruled that the majority of the claims Lake made in her initial complaint, eight out of ten would be immediately dismissed. The motion to dismiss hearing in uh, Maricopa County did not present evidence or witness testimony. 
Yeah, it's not entirely accurate, but whatever. But on two of the counts, the judge found Lake should be allowed to proceed to a trial to attempt to prove intentional misconduct that resulted in her loss. Uh, a really quick note on that specific uh, sentence. Richard Barris, a friend of the channel, he is involved in this lawsuit. He is an expert on these matters. He was actually on the ground on election day doing uh, exit polling. And he found a lot of the Republican voters did not vote. They were leaving the polls. And when he was grabbing them to interview them, they were saying they didn't vote. And they said, why? Uh, so he has that. And uh, him being a very, very smart man and uh, not, you know, just he has common sense. He's able to confirm. He knows that the that the printers or the machines that went down, it wasn't an accident. It, it wasn't coincidental. It appears to have been 100% intentional. And uh, he's going to be making that claim or another expert that, that he, you know, is working with is going to be making that claim on behalf of Carrie Lake tomorrow. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Um, again, we're just going to we're going to hope she wins. And uh, I like her. I think she's fantastic. And um, and, she, and I was just talking with uh, Kazoo, Yellow Kazoo, uh, on the Twitter space with a handful of people. And she was at AmFest and she got to meet and see all these people. And I didn't know AmFest was in Arizona. I probably would have gone. Oh, well, maybe next year. What is AmFest? AmFest is like America First Fest or something like that. So all like the, the MAGA people, all the America Firsters, they all go to this large festival. and um, it, Including Nick? Uh, I think Nick went. I think Nick went. Um, a lot of my favorite content creators went, like like Nuance Bro went, Sean Fitzgerald went, and uh, there, there, was a, there was quite a few people there. And uh, Kazoo, she does kind of make content, but her computer broke. So yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but anyway, yeah. So they they all went, and it's in Arizona, it's in Phoenix, my old home. I used to live out there. And Carrie Lake went, and she had a very fiery speech. She was like flipping off the press, you know. She was talking a lot of shit, and she was all like rah rah Trump, you know. This is who she is. And then of course she came back again uh, to another Amfest. I think it was like day two or day three, and she's like, oh yeah, we're going to trial. So the trial is literally tomorrow. And it'll conclude on what? What's tomorrow? Wednesday. So it'll conclude on Thursday. So we'll see. Uh, my hope is that they'll just redo the election for Maricopa County. Um, yeah, before before they end up, uh, you know, wheeling in the cat lady, Katie Hobbs. <sighs> God. All right, man. What's our third story? Oh, I mean, what's our fourth story? Oh yeah, this is a this is a good one. All right, Oberlin College. Cheese, uh, are you familiar with the Oberlin College scandal? At all? This is news to me. I, uh, I was about to, I was like reading this. I was like, and uh, oh no no no! It's uh, is this like the gay cake, or is this totally different? No, it's totally different. Um, okay. long story short, the Oberlin College was abusing this little bakery. Um, they were attacked. They were robbed by a dindu. And the Dindu said he didn't do nothing. However, he was on video and they assaulted somebody. The bakery pressed charges. The person who did this apologized, paid restitution. It's all over and done with. However, the college was not going to let that go. So they staged protests outside Gibson's Bakery and they brutalized these people for God knows how long. So this is a few years ago, like three or four years ago. And they ended up taking uh, the Oberlin College to court. And they ended up winning. And the college kept trying to 
like do everything in their power not to pay any money to this bakery. So they were awarded like a f like a few million dollars. Well, they ended up getting thirty six million dollars, and they just received thirty six million dollar uh, payment by the by the college. So this is a family bakery that has existed since um, uh, since like the early nineteen hundreds. This college literally existed before World War One, and uh, yeah, so they 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 had to like let go of their employees. And it was very unfortunate, uh, but uh, yeah, no. Finally, we got some justice. The I college did, or the shop? The shop. I apologize. Yeah, the shop. Okay. So the shop ended up surviving. They they won all their they won everything. They they just they kicked ass, and the the college did everything in their power to prevent trying to give money to this bakery, and they 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 tried to do everything to like weasel their way out of being held responsible for the actions of the students. But the te the, the 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 professors. There were clerks involved, there were deans involved, and they were all a part of this insane protest to destroy this bakery. They were accusing them of being racist, hateful, all this other nonsense, you know, the usual. And uh, no, they ended up surviving it, man. They ended up surviving it. I'm surprised you didn't hear about this. This is a, this is a big deal. Um, but finally, we're, we're getting some relief. Hold on one second. What is going on with this? Why am I Wait, not so able why did the college... Why is the college the one paying it up? Because they were the ones largely responsible for the protests. They were uh, oh. they were printing out stuff against the bakery. They were basically the the teacher the, or the professors and like the the administrators. They were basically rallying all the students to protest against the the school uh, the bakery. And it gets even worse. The school went to these small businesses in this area. So the bakery, uh, Gibson's Bakery, and a handful of the other uh, businesses in the area, they love serving their students. They love serving the people. However, some of the students, they end up going to the school, and they end up robbing these small businesses. And some of the small businesses, including Gibson's Bakery, they were claiming the losses could total about $10,000 a year. So when you're a small business, you operate on very thin margins, right? $10,000 yep. is a lot of money. Uh, so they were like, so the school went to Gibson's Bakery and these small businesses, and they said, all right, all right, all right, we get it. They're stealing from you. However, let them go the first time, and the second time, we will deal with it. Uh, yeah, that's not acceptable. Uh, college students are adults. Yep. If you fucking steal, you got to go to jail, and you got to pay back restitution to these businesses. Uh, they're not fucking kids. Uh, they're not oh. victims of society. Uh, these people need to go to they need to go to jail, um, or or if the judge wants to be lenient in the bakery or these small businesses allow it, restitution. Let them pay it off in some other way. Uh, but yeah, no, it was insane. The demands that the school was making of these small businesses was insane. And uh, no, it's nice to know that uh, this little business, the Gibson Bakery, uh, you know, this would actually be really fun to interview the business owners uh, or the family uh, of the of this bakery. That would be a lot of fun to do. And that I wanted be, to do it. Assuming they're of like an age group that can be reached. No, they can. Okay. Cause like I'm looking and like, you know, I mean the business being as old as it is, I would, I would assume that's that at least the owners to some capacity are. They passed it on to their kids. They passed it on to their kids. Uh, one of the former owners, he was very, very elderly. He was like in a wheelchair. I think he just passed away recently, unfortunately. Um, he was very, very old. Um, but no, the, the family who runs this, they're, they're, uh, they're like in their forties and whatnot and like their fifties. 
Uh, so yeah, like the kids, the kids have taken over the business, and you know they all fought like hell to to preserve this. So I think it would be Google, a lot of fun. Give me this guy's address. Yeah, no, I called them and uh, I ended up throwing money at them. I ended up like buying T-shirts and shit. And right now, if you go to the the Gibson Bakery page, now is the best time to buy like their food, and they will deliver anywhere in the country. Uh, since it's like the winter time, so it's not going to melt. So that's always fantastic. So yeah, this is a, a really positive story that I really wanted to talk about. It's been on my mind. Uh, when was this report? Oh, yeah, December 16th. Yeah, so not long ago. Not long ago, this is uh, reported. So yeah, finally, finally in 2022, uh, the Gibson Bakery, uh, they, they finally got some justice. So yeah. And by the way, right now I am drinking this uh, Apothic Red Winemaker's Blend from California. I'm finishing this. It's actually way better in a glass. I was like drinking it from the bottle like a barbarian because I didn't have a glass with me. But yeah. Oh, goodness. Don't you don't you fucking chortle at I me. I am going to do that. That was. <laughs> don't you dare chortle at me, cheese. You're like, oh, fucking glass container to glass container. It really tastes different. It does taste different. I don't know how to explain it, but. It totally uh, does. <laughs> if you aerate the wine, it also changes the uh, flavor of it, too. Yeah. But you didn't know that, did you? I didn't know fucking that. Fucking nerd. Shut your fucking mouth. I don't want to hear your negativity. What is I that feel about? like uh, uh, people are going to say that uh, owning these Gibson Bakery shirts are going to be like a, some form of racism. Oh, yeah. I, I doubt it, man. Um, I mean, the, the college was like very, very upset. I wish I had their apology up. Uh, Cause it was total bullshit. They they were trying, you know, even in their apology, they were trying to weasel their way out of being held accountable for what they did. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I love Gibson Bakery. The family is wonderful. The business is beautiful. You know, the history is just wonderful, and I'm really glad that they ended up prevailing. And I was just 100 in support of this business since day one. Kind of like with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I was just like, since day one, like literally the moment we saw those videos of like, you know, Kyle running for his life and having to defend himself. I was like, I gotta suck this guy's cock. Yeah, dude, I dropped to my knees. I think I blew out my knees because I fell so hard. (laughs) And I was like, oh, Kyle, well, it's okay, dude. (laughs) Cute little Hispanic kid. I just. Yeah, little Latino Kyle Rittenhouse. But yeah. Yeah, he was also at Amfest. Uh, there was there was a handful of my my buddies who took pictures with him. Yeah, he he was there with his girlfriend. So uh, his uh, his TikTok influencer girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I was up like, hopefully, she, hopefully she's not like three hundred pounds. No, she's really pretty. She's uh, you know okay very small uh, blonde. Uh, yeah, so I was like yeah, good for him. But uh, <laughs> people were like making fun of him because he was doing these TikTok videos, and they're like. Kyle, how did you go from being 18 to an Arby's manager? <laughs> like, what's going on? <clears throat> Goddamn. Whenever I look up Kyle Rittenhouse's girlfriend, it's the the girlfriend of the guy that he shot with the skateboard. Oh. You know, there were rumors that, like, she kind of wanted him. Because uh, when he was... Well, did you, you probably know. When he was leaving the courthouse, the girlfriend of the skater boy, she goes up to Kyle... And she grabs his hand and she leaves her phone number uh, in his hand. And um, I don't know why she would do that. Is that the girlfriend that he assaulted? Or is that a different one? No. Uh, okay. No, I actually, I, I think so. Uh, because Anthony Huber, the skater boy, he was abusive. Uh, but then yeah, again, so it... was uh, the the pedophile. Uh, what's his name? Jojo. No, it's not, I don't want to call him that shit. Uh, Rosenbaum. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I was saying is that each of their injuries almost like, like went hand in hand with like the crimes that they committed. Oh well, yeah, kind of, 
kind of. Yeah, because yeah. there was one guy that got um, uh, that he choked like a domestic abuser, and he like choked like his partner or whatever else. Yeah, and he got shot in the lungs. And then there was one that was an, an, an assaulter, got shot in the hand. And then the other, and then whatever the other third injury is, I can't remember what it is. That one also corresponded with the crime. And it was like way too perfect. Yeah, Anthony Huber got shot in the heart. Oh, is he the one that got shot in the heart? Yeah. Um, Rosenbaum took the shots to the lungs. Uh, Anthony Huber took the shots to the heart. And then obviously the, the douchebag Gage Grosskreutz, he ended up getting shot, his arm blown off. So, yeah, yeah, and he survived. Yeah, he was the only survivor. And uh, yeah, no, that that's a that's an excellent point. Yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah, the the girlfriend of Anthony Huber, she she goes up to uh, Kyle when he was found innocent, and she gives the boy uh, his phone number. Yeah, dude, there was probably like a bunch of bitches willing to throw themselves at Kyle. And uh, have you seen his girlfriend? Have you seen his girlfriend? She is she's pretty damn cute. So I'm, I'm happy for the boy. Trying to find image. Uh, let me. Oh, fuck. Dude. Oh my. Have you you see her? Is this a person? Who the blonde girl? Yeah, she looks kind of freaky. Um, well, she's an influencer. She's a TikTok influencer, so you know she she yeah, it looks, looks like she's abducted by aliens and injected with like. I I disavow. She is Botox. a prop. She's a proper lady, and she's. Uh, this is definitely a man. <laughs> you're you're a bastard. I disavow <laughs> these transphobic comments. Uh, we, we're we're allies here. <laughs> uh, at the, the watch for. Oh yeah, that's real rich for the first story you were running. I know, right? Well, no, I, I was, I, I said I disavow the comments claiming Brittany Griner is, you know, anything but a proper lady. Um, you know, huge quotation marks. Yeah, well, I can't put those on on screen, but if I could, I would. I don't know. There's something about like where her eyes are. They're like halfway into her face. All right, hold up. I'm gonna go ahead. Let's go to Twitter really quick. Um, Let's just hop onto Twitter. Yeah, I have it. Uh, I have it right up here on OBS. So if we type in, I looked up Kyle gonna... Rittenhouse, girlfriend Skyler on the DuckDuckGo. Yeah, and I got an image of them two standing in front of the Donald, <clears throat> Donald Trump ballroom. There's one of like a cropped image of a TikTok, and then like oh yeah, this is this is her face. She doesn't look like an alien. Dude, look at Kyle Rittenhouse right here on the screen. He's looking like a Backstreet Boy. What's going on here? All right. Uh, let's see. What else have we got? Yeah, let's get one that's not like her face at like a super duper. Oh, like... yeah. The the MySpace angle. Oh, yeah. This is uh this is Kazoo. I was just speaking with her earlier on her Twitter space. She's very, very kind. So this is Kyle Rittenhouse again. Uh, let's see. Who who the fuck is Oh, yeah. Him with Matt Gates Dude, Matt, I like Matt Gates but God damn, does he always look so fucking goofy? I know this is not that what forehead, he really man. <laughs> he doesn't really look like that in real life. And oh, by the way, like his wife, super hot. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse is a fan of Carrie Lake. I love Kyle Rittenhouse. He's just so sweet and charming. Okay, so here, all right, so here's his girlfriend. Look at this. Look at this fucking dork, Ron Felipe. Look how fucking jealous this fucking beta loser is. Kyle Rittenhouse made an appearance at at, at TPUSA. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, as soon as I don't know how Kyle met this girl, I don't know what happened, but uh, you know, good for him, good for him. I'm happy for the boy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kyle ended up responding. I big people happy. Yeah, yeah. Ron Felipe, uh, Ukraine flag in bio. Uh, yep. He's like, oh, look at this Kyle right now with his with his trophy girlfriend. Uh, let's we see. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. What did Kyle say? 
Um, he says, yeah, I did. TPUSA is an, ama- is an amazing organization that is doing great work to benefit the future of America. I had the privilege of speaking at AmFest last year and attended this year. Seeing the number of Americans who believe in the same values as I do is so encouraging. Look at Kyle being so positive and friendly. I know I wouldn't. I'd be so fucking bitter and hateful. I'd be like, oh, you fuckers wanted me to get raped when I was in jail. You guys were rooting for my demise. You wanted me to do fucking like multiple lifetime sentences. I would be so fucking mean. I'm not a fan. Or Like, sure, what Kyle did was was like an, an act of self-defense and all yeah. that stuff. But I just don't like how we're like making him a celebrity. Um, I'm not a fan. A part of it does seem wrong, but um, there, there. Here's how, and I and I warmed up to this point of view. Kyle Rittenhouse was a working class guy. His mother, his family, working class family. Um, you know, they weren't very wealthy, and he he gets thrust into the situation. And a lot of people like myself, and uh, you know, like Robert Barnes, and uh, you know, t- you know, the, the all these conservative organizations. They they all came up and they stepped forward and they donated a ton of. Mike Lindell donated like a million dollars or something like that, and uh, you know, we all propped up Kyle. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse is never going to have a normal life because of how lied about he is he's one of the most lied about people in the country right next to like nick fuentes and president trump etc kyle rittenhouse is a lied about person and i'm not entirely sure he has a point you know because like when he got out of prison and when the the trial concluded he's like oh yeah i'm gonna be a nurse and he's like oh i want to be a pilot now he's like you know maybe i'm gonna work for marjorie taylor green and you know uh being a uh, an intern uh so he's getting pulled in all these directions and like he's a young dude and he's got a lot of options. He's got a, his whole future ahead of him. And uh, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for doing what he's doing. I, I don't even know if he really has a choice. Uh, he can't be a regular person. And No, I, I get that. But I just don't know if like him being thrown around by a bunch of conservatives is it like the best look either. Because like, does Kyle Rittenhouse, like, does Kyle Rittenhouse have like good debate skills? Like, I understand that he probably aligns with like conservatives and probably the republican party to some degree but i just i haven't seen it to where it's like here's a Kyle rittenhouse show and here's just him just going off the cuff right um well he's done a few few interviews and like he's not a debate me bro um no yeah he's definitely not a debater and i don't feel like he has a super aggressive personality right like he's super nice yeah no he's a sweet kid he's a sweet kid yeah but i just i don't think yeah, I just don't think he's what we need, if that makes sense. No, 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 no. And, and I would never suggest otherwise. However, um, he is the face of self-defense. Um, you know, it was one of the most uh, clear-cut cases of self-defense caught on tape in, like, all of gun history. It was a blatant, defense, uh, you know, self-defense case. Uh, however, that's just not what played out. And it, it was very, it wasn't enough, anyways. Yeah, and it, and it was very emotional watching the trial. So I, I was catching up on it while I was working on Ricada's stream. So thank God for Ricada. So Ricada was doing the streams, and I was listening to it live when uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was found innocent. And uh, I don't know, Did it's you not, your pants? uh no, but I cried a little bit, I, a little bit of oh. tears. It was very emotionally overwhelming. It's like, dude, like I've done like I don't even know, like four or five uh, videos. Day dedicated to to Kyle Rittenhouse, and of course, I just like vehemently defended him. And I knew what was on the line. Our self defense rights were on the line. If he were to lose his case, it would be be fucking over. It'd be over. And uh, he stood his ground like a man. And uh, 
you know, his mom, I don't, I don't remember what interview, I think it was the the mom that admitted this or even Kyle admitted this, but like the mom was like, we're going to run to Mexico. So like, we're going to leave. We're going to, you know, fuck America, <laughs> you know? But, and he's like, no, we're not going to leave. He's like, I know I'm innocent. And uh, he did the right thing. Like he, he, he's like a folk hero. He really is a folk hero. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm all in on Kyle. Uh, I was more worried about this girlfriend that he had, you know, cause she's like, you know, this like cutesy little blonde. I was like, damn dude, she's like clout chasing. I don't know what's going on. She's going to break the boy's heart. And that's not what we need, you know, but whatever. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But again, looking at like some of the photos of this girl, I'm just like, this poor lady cannot take a photo of herself to save, save her life. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Is this Kyle Rittenhouse's page? Yeah, this is. Let me see. We got a, Austin Powers meme here. I don't know who this lady is, but she's being depicted as very fat and gross. Uh, let me see. We got a meme. Come on, hero. Do something. Ask your mom to drive you to Ukraine. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, let's see. Photo of Kyle Rittenhouse crying. Let me see. Oh, so it seems like Kyle's responding to these hateful memes. This asshole again. Little Wait, what does he say? Uh, let me see. Uh, it seems like he's just liking these. Oh, I like he's hate liking. Yeah, he's like hate liking. He's like saving these for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just avow. I just avow. I think, he has great, I think he has a great sense of humor. He does have a great sense of humor, and he's been hanging out with a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, he also says he wants to be a YouTuber again. Uh, talking about it in court. Talking about it at the bar. Okay, it's kind of a funny meme. It's kind of a funny meme. Murder. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> what is with his mouth? <laughs> I think it's like the NFT. You like the monkey oh, NFT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup. I don't know. Okay, okay whatever. Fraud alert. Well, let me see. Maybe you should follow the old conservative model and stop wanting to finish school or get a gerb. Stop begging for money. Oh, this is some boomer shit. What's going on there, Kyle? Well, I just want to make sure that I'm on Kyle's shit. Oh, yeah, at I least thought I that we were. It should have been. What which uh, conservative group kind of picked him up, or is he doing his own thing? Um. I want to say that he's doing his own thing, but there was like a firearm advocacy group that I think he did attach himself to, and they're definitely okay. helping him out. And uh, there's also some congresswomen that are helping, him, like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. <clears throat> they are helping out this fan. Shut the fuck up! But you don't you speak ill of Marjorie Congress Green, okay? Congresswoman Green. What a lovely last name. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, well, they're actually, uh, you know, helping out the family because the family, again, these are working class people. And there's like all these like fake news articles about Kyle saying that he like won all this money against Whoopi Goldberg and all these other fucking goofball Hollywood douchebags, uh, which is not true. Uh, he hasn't won a penny from anybody. Uh, the only thing that he has 100% secured is his freedom. Uh, but Marjorie Taylor Cream, uh, Cream Green stepped forward and uh, <laughs> stepped up and was like helping out the family financially. And Lauren Boebert also did the same thing. These are two A advocates. They came out and they were stumping for Kyle early on. So you know they put their money where their mouth is. So uh, Kyle Rittenhouse has a lot of help. He's got a lot of help, and he's surrounded by a lot of people who do love and support him. Uh, I'm one of them, and. Uh, I, I messaged him. I was like, Kyle, you're ever, if you're ever in Vegas, dude, I'll take you out shooting, dude. We'll, we'll do some fun shit. 
I know that people. Oh, uh, a little bit of a side piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Speak freely. Yeah, I, I saw that Steven Crowder had to like stop his uh, deal with the Blaze. Oh, do you know what anything? Yeah, do you know what that was all about. Oh man, I okay. So one, I know what you're talking about. Two, what I understand from that situation is that he, uh, Steven Crowder and his people, they're breaking away from the blaze. So they're going independent again. However, because of the circumstances surrounding the blaze network and contracts and like NDAs, he can't state why he left. And oh. the only, yeah. So the only thing we know, I, I don't think he did anything wrong. It was more than likely, you know, something to do with like, you know, they were trying to tell Steven Crowder what to say and he was not about that. Uh, or it was the Blaze is um it's Glenn face? Beck's network. It's Glenn Glenn Beck is very soft. Uh yeah, he's definitely a conservative. This is the guy I call him the Cheeto Cuck. This is the guy who dunked his face in a bowl of Cheetos to own President Trump uh pre twenty sixteen election. And he Did was, he? Yeah, he uh you know what? Hold on, let me see if I can find it on Twitter actually. Uh Glenn a, Let me see a while ago, but yeah. Uh, Glenn Beck. Did I spell that correct? Cheeto. Let's see if we can find that video. Yeah, so here's a picture of it. Look at this fucking idiot. He's got uh, Cheetos on his face. He dunked his face in a bowl of Cheetos. This is Cheeto cuck Glenn Beck, who pretends to be like pro-Trump and pro-populism. Yeah, I'm not taken in by this idiocy. So here's another one. Ooh, look at this Cheeto cuck. Okay, like I would take this over like a beheaded image or like a beheaded... <laughs> figure of donald trump to be fair yeah so he uh yeah so he puts on political his humor is fine right like this is just him being silly is what it seems like well he was also being like very hostile and antagonistic towards people who supported him and me being one of them i mean i hate to say it but i feel like the the diehard supporters of president trump aren't even republicans like myself again i'm to the right obviously and um, I'm all about, you know, America first and, you know, being edgy and shit. But uh, all these conservatives like Glenn Beck, like I have nothing in common with people like Glenn Beck. Uh, I do not like Glenn Beck. And uh, eventually Glenn Beck came around and he's like, oh, yeah, I was wrong. You know, whatever. But he fired Elijah Schaefer because Elijah Schaefer is a pervert. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Stephen Crowder had his thing, um, you know, on Glenn Beck's network. And now he's no longer a part of it. So uh, Stephen Crowder is asking people to join the Mug Club once again. And he was hoping that, you know, the Blaze and, of course, Glenn Beck, they would, you know, do this thing together and they would promote the Mug Club once again. But the the Blaze Network doesn't seem interested in helping out uh, Stephen Crowder. And Stephen Crowder seems really worried because he's got people to worry about. He's got employees. Um, so, yeah, I, I honestly, dude, I have no idea. Um why those things are happening or what, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. I haven't heard anything. And if I do, I probably would be told that in confidence and I wouldn't be able to say anyways, but, um, uh, you know, Elijah Schaefer was fired from the blaze network as well because of his disgusting behavior towards women. Uh, were you, I think we streamed together when we were like looking at pictures of Sarah Gonzalez and it's like, Hey, he like reached over and like grabbed her titties. Like when they were watching the, 2000 mules movie or whatever so um interesting I'm to remember i well I don't, I don't i don't recall that oh it's okay we'll touch down yeah i'm later. aware of the situation i just don't 
recall that exactly. Yeah, well, uh, Elijah Schaefer, after the midterm uh, runoff election uh, where Herschel Walker unfortunately lost, Elijah Schaefer posts, uh, really thankful for Herschel Walker's son for helping Democrats secure another seat in the Senate. Nobody is better at electing Democrats than Republicans. Really spectacular job this round. All the criticism from our own base, lack of support from Mitch, 10 out of 10 every time. And this is actually Herschel Walker's son, Christian Walker. I recommend you not come for me. Or I'll have to tell your wife how you had sex with my friend at the Turning Point event in 2021 while you were married to her. I don't like cheaters. <laughs> uh, this loser was fired from his job, Christian says, for sexual assault. And then also had banged my friend four times in one night at a conservative conference while he was married and she didn't know. Get your family life together before you speak on mine, adulterer. <laughs> I love how she fucking calls out the friend too, like indirectly. Oh yeah, I know, right? Well, well, Christian Walker is a dude. He's a he's very gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We we love and support the rainbow people here on this channel. We're not hateful at all. Uh, but Christian well, Walker, saying, but he's just like he's just like yeah, my female friend. You fucked the shit out of her at this conference it's like all right yeah thanks for letting us know that your friend is that type of person you know what i've seen elijah schaefer i'm gonna defend him enough. i'm gonna defend him the boy doesn't go to the gym yeah christian walker is saying that he had sex with her four times in one night i don't think he's got the stamina to do it i'm calling bullshit i know that's a backhanded insult the backhanded supportive defense but uh it's like that one guy in the Try Guys. Uh, oh, dude. Like the guy with like the lowest T count was like fucking pulling other ladies while he was <laughs> married. Oh, yeah, like, dude. Yo, yeah, he was married. But he was like, <laughs> There's no way. Well, the, 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 the girls no are way. like, ooh, you're an influencer and you're like pro Fauci. And they're just like, ooh. It was his like producer. Like it wasn't even like. Oh, what the fuck? Like that, yeah, it wasn't even like that far out of like his. It wasn't like some like random barista was somebody that he knew. Lame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that dude's got no game. Dude. Those people are those those guys are fucking dorks. Even the gay dudes. But yeah, uh, Elijah Schaefer, Supreme Cuck, who used to work for the Cheeto Cuck Glenn Beck. This is the guy who said that he consumed Jack Murphy content willingly. That anybody who criticized Jack Murphy was like full of shit or whatever. Yeah, Elijah Schaefer's no friend of mine. That's for sure. And um, I think he's getting everything he deserved. Oh, this is pretty embarrassing. I'm surprised that he didn't. This isn't deleted. I mean, I don't. I don't really know. But <laughs> oh boy, it's pretty damn funny. All right, so what are we at? We're at 54 minutes. All right, let's go to the fifth story. We've Do been we want meandering. to finish out with the last story. Is that the fifth story? No, the fifth story is not the last story. Do we want to? How many more do we have left? Only one more after this. The last one is a uh, is a funny one. With the uh, the the Tinder women posting their L's or whatever. Yeah, so that's what I was wondering. Like, if we only have like, if you only do like an hour. No, we can do a little bit more. It's not a big deal. Okay. I generally I generally want to be within like exactly an hour, but if we have to go over, it's not a big deal. I don't really care. Well, um, like we had fun. Right? Yeah, no, we're having fun. Yeah, exactly. I'm drinking this delicious, uh, apothic red winemakers blend from California. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why are you consuming any products from California? I don't give a shit if it's made in America. You know what? Farmers. Farmers. They, you know, they, they made this. All right. So the Actually, Twitter files. You know, a better, you know what a better state to support wine from is? What? Colorado. Really? 
they have I'm not, I'm not too familiar with uh, Colorado wine. It I is, feel it, you it, know what? I feel like Colorado is like a part of the West Coast. Is that fair to say? You guys are like really, really close. No, we're not. Um well we're like a thousand miles away from the ocean. It's not even the West Coast, it's the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, what the fuck? Um no, oh, okay. but there's a there's a part of Colorado that is the exact same climate as Italy. Like where the they grow they grow the grapes over there. Yeah. Or France. Italy or France which, whichever one of those. Yeah, yeah. And like super solid grapes. Mmm. So if you could get your hands on some. Well, uh, this was a gift. This delicious uh, apothecary red winemaker's blend from California. Rich and smooth. Was, um, it was a gift from my neighbor. So now I'm Oh, that's like, nice. Yeah, that's no, nice. yeah. My neighbor came over and he's like, oh, you know, from my family to yours. I was like, oh, you're so you're so sweet. You're so kind. Dude. Yeah. We, we need more neighbors like that. Yeah. I, and I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like. I'm a shitty person because like my neighbors are so much better than me. Like when Go my get, dogs get, ran get away, a knife. get him a knife. Uh, I think it was ex-military, so I don't know what I should do. Um, Set a budget, do a little bit of research, and just like get him a knife. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to send the wrong. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, every dude. Everyone's Make it a little, been like a little nice package. Just be like, hey, dude, I really love that wine, and like, you know, bring up like X story of like. You look like you could whittle or some just something, and then just like hand him it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, but, he's ex military. Uh, Give him a fucking K bar. I have one on my uh, my main battle rifle, actually. And there I'm, gonna, go. I'm gonna be making some firearm content uh, throughout the week. All right, let's get to this fifth story. We got one more after this. It's gonna be a little fun. So, the Twitter files, part eight. There's been so many parts to this. Holy uh, shit, there's been eight? Yeah, there's been eight of them. You know, so it's Bro. like, all right, so first it's like, you know, the Biden regime or the Biden campaign, they were colluding with big tech. And then it was like the FBI was involved and now all the military's involved and all this crazy stuff is happening. Um, so yeah, platform directly assisted U.S. military's influence operation, according to the Twitter files. So... Elon Musk is deliberately posting correspondence between high-ranking officials and even low-ranking officials from the Twitter organization before he owned it, and he's publishing it via uh, journalists on, on, on his own platform. So investigative journalist Lee Fang released the eighth edition of the Twitter files on Tuesday, putting a spotlight on how the social media juggernaut quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online psyop campaign. So when like content creators are like, oh, dude, this is bullshit. This is like a psyop. This is what they're talking about. And it's not even a conspiracy theory anymore. It's not, you know, like, oh, you know, we're, we're like schizo posting. This is legit. Were you aware of this at all? Uh, I thought, wasn't it, I thought Tim Poole kind of was poking at some stuff a while ago on the Joe Rogan podcast with those people. He, and he's just like, he went he on, was like, sorry, go on. Yeah. Like he, he was like trying to call out some stuff and like poke at things, but there's like, no, 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 we, we never do that guys. Even though it's like super obvious that like some weird questionable things are happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, like one of the largest social media platforms to be involved in like these kind of things. I'm like, color me surprised. Woo! Right? I know like, for uh, people like us, we're just like, we're not surprised by any of this. We pretty much openly stated that this is probably what's going on behind the scenes. And uh, for those who don't remember or, or whose memory is not that great, 
Tim Pool, Joe Rogan, JJ, and of course uh, Jack of you know the the owner of Twitter, the creator of Twitter, Jack. They ended up doing a podcast, and Tim Pool slapped these people around like like a fucking like Jackie Chan. He was just you know karate chopping their fucking nuts off, and. Yeah, he called them out, basically stating that their policies were not fair, they were biased against conservatives, and that, you know, they're they're the the only thing that they got Tim Pool on with Tim Pool was like quasi trying to defend Milo Yiannopoulos, who has been banned from the platform for a few years now. He doxed people. Milo did dox people, and that's why he was banned. However, there were other instances where it's like, well, you have Antifa doxing members of law enforcement, like like members of ICE. And showing up at their house, showing up at their jobs, making their lives miserable. And those accounts stay up. And Tim Pool came with receipts and he was very, very quick and articulate. And uh, yeah, he was basically calling out the hypocrisy, the double dealing, the duplicity. And all that has basically been proven without a shadow of a doubt because of all these Twitter file dumps. So Matt Taibbi, uh, Lee Fang, Barry Weiss, and... I think Darren Beatty, they were all people, all the all the journalists who were basically communicating the Twitter files to the public uh, in these like lengthy Twitter threads. And uh, yeah, so now we have a, a situation where apparently it's not enough to just censor the president. It's not enough to censor the president's followers. Now it's like the the platform is being given. They're 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 getting paid by the federal government. And they're helping the military and other federal agencies with their influence operations. Um, what the fuck? Why is it all white? Where did it go? Wow. Oh, there we go. Oh, here we go. Fang disclosed he was given access to Twitter for a few days, but didn't sign or agree to anything specific. He added that Twitter had to in- had no input into his reporting, but searches were carried out by a Twitter attorney. So that, uh, so that he's, so so what he saw could be limited, huh? Uh, the viral thread explained that Twitter has claimed for years uh, that they make concerted efforts to detect and thwart government-backed platform manipulation, including in testimony to Congress. So the Twitter executives lied under oath. It's exactly what this is saying, but findings indicate that this is not the case. Behind the scenes, Twitter gave approval and special protection to the U.S. military's government online psychological influence ops. Despite knowledge of the Pentagon propaganda accounts use covert identities, Twitter did not suspend many for around two years or more. Some remain active, Fang wrote. Interesting. So even to this day, psyops, psy operators are lurking on Twitter. Fang's example included a 2017 email from U.S. Central Command listing 52 ABRAB language accounts. It used to amplify certain messages. Twitter allegedly helped give the account additional uh, additional visibility and made them exempt from spam and abuse flags. Absolute insanity. Uh, so some of these examples, I'm not going to go over all this shit, were basically uh, right here, number six. This is the important one. The Central Com accounts on the list tweeted frequently about u.s military priorities in the middle east including promoting anti-iran messages promotion of the saudi arabia u.s backed war in yemen and accurate quote-unquote accurate u.s drone strikes that claim to only hit terrorists when we know these drone strikes were killing innocent uh people 
who had no part in any sort of conflict, many of whom were children and women who have never picked up a weapon, and they were uh, ruthlessly murdered by the U.S. government. You know what's really funny? Look at the look at the uh, user like like that top left post of the little drone yeah. has a single comment. Yeah. Um, and then the other post at the bottom right, nothing. Yeah. And then the other two posts, you can't see anything. Yeah. But it's like nobody saw these. Well, I I think some people saw them. I, I think the right people saw them, but people like me not and you wouldn't like you, see them. No, that's what I'm saying. But like the like the the amount of people that like retweeted or like hearted is zero. Right. Mm, yeah. I, I like, think like the the, po- the post that had this has fifteen thousand likes and yeah. one hundred and ninety replies. Yeah. The original posts have nothing. Right. Yeah. Maybe they were quickly deleted. Right. That might have been the case. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I- I'm gonna assume that you're correct. My guess would be that this fake phony activity exists for like the normie public. It exists for like legislators. It exists for people who are are a part of these like intel committees, and they're like, oh well, look at this that we found on Twitter. Look at these uh, online jihadis that we're you know uh, following or whatever that we're we're, we're monitoring. Oh, uh, that's who it's for. I don't think this is for us, and uh, it's all bullshit. It's all it's all manufactured, and uh, because of this content, innocent people died. Um, again, I got no love for Islam. Um, I don't really care for their their people or their culture, but the, they're not my enemies, and I'm not interested in harming anybody or having Americans invade uh, their their sovereign territory. Uh, so, yeah, this is pretty upsetting that the, our federal government will deliberately. Uh, influence companies like Twitter. And if it's happening on Twitter, it's happening on Google, it's happening on Facebook, it's happening on Yelp, it's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. Uh, it's not just Twitter. Uh, this is bigger than we know. Um, you know, uh, Elon Musk is taking big risks exposing all this stuff. Um, I think it's important that people know the truth. And uh, I was always against the war. I always knew the war was bullshit. Um, I, you know, it's like, look, they lied about WMDs. So seeing this stuff, seeing the Twitter files, I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm not surprised. I, I know a lot of like the normie, right? They're pretty surprised. You know, they're they're like, oh my God, my head's exploding. Uh, not me. This is pretty obvious <laughs> that they would stoop to this level. Uh, I mean, they were even conducting this kind of psychological warfare on a game that I played frequently called Arma 3. I was one of the best Arma 3 players in the world. Uh, I played on the Wasteland servers. And there were people... I think they were part of, uh, I think they were pretending to be a part of the like the Islamic regime or whatever, uh, like ISIS or whatever, and they were recruiting people in the video game. Uh, I, I, that'd be a fun story to talk about someday, but yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, this is bullshit. This is fake. But yeah. So yeah, this is uh, the Twitter Files Part 8. Um, I don't know if they detail where the, the federal government, specifically the FBI, was paying Twitter in uh, in giving uh, top security clearance to Twitter executives and certain specific Twitter employees, security clearances to censor content based on information that the federal government had. So the federal government had information about Hunter Biden and his nefarious activities on the specific laptop, and they told these employees, "If you see anything relating to this, delete it because it's probably you know Russian." That's that's a lie that they told. Um, they probably didn't even tell them that they were probably like, yeah, if you see this, delete it. 
delete it because we told you to do it and we're going to pay you a lot of money to do so. Don't ask questions. Gringo says, Normie Wright. Yeah, yeah, they're Normie. Wait, are you calling me Normie Wright? I am not a fucking Normie at all. Um, yeah, I'm anything but a Normie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> products I consume. I don't consume any product. You just and, did. Uh, what? This wine? <laughs> Fuck you. You know, consuming product. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, let me let me educate you some people. You've for that wine like three times. Look, am I being paid by Apothic Red Winemakers Maybe. Blend, rich and smooth from California? No, I'm not. Sure. However, um, like when you consume product, we're talking about Funko Pops, we're talking about anime, we're talking about like Noble Golden shit, like League of Legends or any of that, or, or like Rogue Legend, whatever the fuck that game is called. Is it League of Legends free? It's hard to consume a product that's. Free. Yeah, but they have microtransactions, and that's where the real money is made. Um, yeah, so no, uh, I don't. I'm not a consumer of products. Uh, you know, we talked about this earlier, and we, maybe we should have brought it up then. But uh, like, here's my uh, must consume product. Yeah, you know what's up, goes. I like you. Uh, this is what's up. Here, here's my contention with a lot of the people that are like dropping to their knees and sucking the cock of Kanye West. Kanye West is a pornographer and this is an individual who has joined Kim Kardashian's crusade to release violent black criminals whose victims are solely white. And he is also a porn addict. He is addicted to uh blacked and blacked raw. That's his favorite porn genre or porn he company. Said that? Yeah. He said it on the Jimmy Kimmel show, the Kim, Jimmy Kimmel show. So it's Are on you video. Serious? I am dead fucking serious. I'm not even kidding you. And somebody like Baked Alaska was saying that uh, he's like, oh well, you know, like Trump sucks and Connie's out here talking about Jesus Christ. Kanye West is not a Christian. Uh, he he certainly didn't live like one. And up until very recently, he said he was Jewish. That's who Kanye West is. That's who he is. And. I'm not impressed by anything that he says or does. And, um, yeah, I mean, you're surprised. But, no, that, that's, just, that's that's who he is. He he consumes these products. And then he goes and tells people that his enemies are uh, Jewish people. Which, by the way, I disavow. I disavow. Do not ban my channel. I disavow what he is saying. Um, and a lot of people, uh, like, I was in the Matt and Blonde Discord channel. I was talking with some of the individuals. We're having a good time. And the Kanye thing came up. And people were like, well, he's he's broadening the conversation around those people. He's, he's exposing those people. And I, I kept thinking to myself, it's like, if you guys do not like those people that much, do you pay for Netflix? Do you play for HBO Go? Do you pay for Hulu? And the answer is yes, they do. They pay for all those things. So you hate these specific people that Kanye West has a gripe with. Yet you're giving them money reliably every month. Kanye got 99 problems and a bitch is one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got exactly what he deserved. Kanye West was very loyal to Kim Kardashian. He was very loyal to his children. But he was doing the work of evil. He was helping to release violent black criminals whose victims are all white. Rodney Reed... Chris Cooper, or I think it was Kyle Cooper. Um, 
And there was a handful of other ones. The Chino Hills Massacre, if you have a chance, look it up. Some of the most disgusting shit I've ever read. Centoya Brown, she killed her, uh, she killed a man while he was sleeping, a white man. He paid to have sex with her. She didn't want to have sex. He respected her. He went to bed. He shot her. She No, she shot him in the back of the head. And then she robbed him. And she blamed him for everything. Luckily, the jury didn't believe her bullshit story. And she did about 25, 30 years in prison. And then her sentence was commuted. And now she's free. And for whatever reason, she's pro-Trump. But whatever, fuck her. And fuck Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Damn, I didn't know this about Kanye. I'm getting red-pilled right now. Yeah, you should be getting red-pilled. I don't like... I don't want people on the right... Like, dude, I'm going to put it this way. Darren Beatty did an article defending Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle... Green goes the door. Shut the fuck up, cheese. <laughs> Darren Beatty, the journalist that I mentioned earlier, he did a he did a really great article defending Kyle Rittenhouse, and he said that Kyle Rittenhouse is braver than the majority of the members of the military. Because... Kyle Rittenhouse, unlike members of the military, actually went out and defended Americans. He defended our freedoms. Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero. 100% true. And he said for conservatives to flourish in the future, we can't be worshipping the military and we can't be clinging on um, to to these uh, corporations like Black Rifle Coffee Company or like Chick-fil-A because they like, you know, promote some of our values. But then, you know, they end up like the CEO ended up like dropping to his knees and like washing the feet of black people during the the George Floyd riots. Chick Fil A uh, or uh, yeah, Chick Fil A. And then Black Rifle Coffee Company, the leadership of that company, they 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 donate to Democrats, and they also do not like Kyle Rittenhouse. It's on video. Uh, the leadership oh, yeah, of yeah, Kyle, yeah. yeah, the leadership of Black Rifle Coffee Company, they came out and they attacked Kyle Rittenhouse. And well, it's that's like, like none of the like the actual conservative groups that took like it's not even conservative, like, like people on the right. Like genuine yeah. people on the right, genuine populists, genuine dissidents, they see Black Rifle Coffee Company for what they are. And well, uh, at first, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Black Rifle Coffee, yada yada yada," and then all of a sudden, like, instead of this them just being like pro two A, and then like conservatives kind of like hopping onto that. Yeah, like, no, we're gonna voice our own shitty opinions. Like, no, you guys should have just loved guns, loved coffee, and kept it there. Yeah, well, what they did, uh, there were two things that stood out. They had this image of St. Michael. Uh, let me see. I always thought it was shitty to use their veteran status to sell shit. Call me an asshole if you want. No, you're not an asshole. And they were definitely grifting on the whole veteran angle. They certainly did do that. They were they, they propped up veterans, people who were injured, and, and they sold their shit uh, basically on the backs of, you know, the, the suffering of, of people who actually served their country honorably. And even if, like, what they did was not, like, you know, heroic or whatever, like, I generally do appreciate veterans. And, uh, again, I got a family full of veterans. My, my gripe is not with veterans at all or people who, you know, worked in the military before and did their job honorably. But uh, I'm anti-war. I'm anti-military. And I'm also against being forced to kiss the asses of people uh, who who are, like, who, who they pretend is they're fighting for my freedom. Like, again... Love the veterans, but people in the military are not fighting for my freedom. Um, people who fight for my freedom, Trump, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, again, the military hasn't done anything for me, plain and simple. Um, and a lot of people are seeing right through their bullshit, which is why they're struggling to recruit people, is why they're offering 60, 50 grand for brand and new recruits. Yeah, nobody cares. 
Uh, they don't even care. They don't give a fuck about the veterans. They don't give a fuck about anybody who's enlisted right now, which is why they want to force, you know, pump them full of drugs. Bullshit. Pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical products of significant relevance. I can't well, say what it is because I'll get banned. That, and that's why they'll take anybody. Oh, yeah, and that. Well, did you read? Uh, this just happened recently. They raised the age of recruitment. So now, like, 40-year-olds can join the military. Did you hear about this? Because they're struggling to find people to to fulfill these roles. Because well, everything yeah, I mean, you have whole, you have like the chair force, so like you don't really, you know, is really age a thing. Well, uh, well, that, that's one thing, but it was the Navy. This was pertaining to the Navy. Oh, the Navy. Yeah, this just oh. uh, they just posted this like a like a few weeks ago, actually. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was pretty damn. I'm surprised fun. the yeah, like I'm not surprised the best branch in the military is uh, doing doing God's work out there. None of them are doing well. None, they're all bleeding no. recruits. They're all. Uh, or not, not recruits. They're not. None of them are getting recruits, and none of them are able to retain the talent that they already have. So once people are at their four years or their six years, they're like, "I'm tapping out. out. We're done." Yep. And they're, you know, they're moving on with their lives, which is the right thing to do. Another, <clears throat> another issue too is that we're having a really, really strong um, generational divide. What do you um, mean? So, like, I feel that like Zoomers cannot relate to most millennials right uh probably so like yeah so then a millennial has an even harder time interacting with somebody that's a generation above them right within and reason I've, yeah yeah and like with the military <clears throat> almost always age and rank go hand in hand right yeah so and in this case, I feel like one of the issues with the military is also suffering is like Zoomer guys have a certain attitude, right? Zoomer, Zoomer women as well. Yeah. And they, they already have this attitude and they have like this um, this certain worldview. Because like Zoomers have a very different worldview, right? Than like 30-year-olds or 35-year-olds. Yeah, of course. And uh, to, then, to then join the military and then just like expect all these things. Because I feel – I think – if, if I am correct, my generation probably has, like, the lowest retention rate for, like, the military. Or approval rating. Yeah, probably. Just, you would know, just, you like, might know that better than me. But I'll but assume I, that's correct. I, I know a couple guys, but I'm also, like, you know, Christian – like, I grew up Christian conservative. And that's usually the groups that will join the military. But I know uh, a couple of friends said that they wanted to join. And then I know two that joined and actually one stuck it out. Um, so like, but like everybody else that I know is like, was all told that like, tr you know, getting into trades is gonna make as much as doctors and lawyers. Yeah, that's true. That's so. absolutely true. I mean, again, I'm in the trade. I do electrical work. Um, it's relatively simple, but it does pay well. And, uh, right now I'm looking to up my game. I mentioned this in a, in a previous stream or video where, or even like a community post where it's like. I'm going to be doing this apprenticeship, but it's not like a regular, like electrician apprenticeship. I'll be doing, because uh, I'm going to be doing commercial maintenance. So I'll be learning how to fabricate and doing plumbing. And of course, I already have extensive or pretty extensive knowledge on electrical work. And I know my way around tools anyways, just because I've been working with tools most of my life. So uh, yeah, we, we make really, really good money. And I tell young guys, I tell young people, do not go to go to the military and it isn't because I hate the military or I hate veterans or anything like that, but it's like, I know what the military is going to do to these young people. They're going to send them off to die in the, in the Middle East or Eastern Europe. And to me, that's not worth it. 
I think their lives matter. And I want them to have a big family and to live a meaningful life and to not do the bidding of evil people like Joe Brandon or the Democratic Party or anything like that. Um, and not only that, it's like, dude, like if you sign up for the military, they're going to like pump pump you full of uh, pharmaceutical products of significant relevance. I can't really say what it is because I'll get banned. I always thought it was shitty to use their event. Oh, okay. I read that already. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just sad, dude. It's just sad that the military abuses and uses the most vulnerable people, men mostly, uh, in, in our society for their Every own personal away your rights. <clears throat> yeah, that's how, they, away your rights. that's how they put like, it. That's how they put it. Ooh, you signed away your rights, man. You know what you were doing. No, yeah, that's like, bullshit. There should no, be a- I, 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 as somebody in that age group, like, like I know how to read, right? And like, if I have any questions or whatever else, I have the biggest wealth of knowledge ever in the world, right? Yeah. Um, and I can, if there's anything in there, I'm not held at gunpoint. I can be like, no, I'm not signing this. Peace. And then just walk out, right? Um, so to then claim that, like, I don't know, like an 18-year-old is dumb or stupid is, I don't know. I don't think that's a fair position. Um, uh, they do, for in fact, lie to the recruits. And they mislead them about their assignments and what they're going to be doing overseas. That's not an exaggeration. It's not a fucking conspiracy theory. That's certainly true. Um, well, sure, but like, yeah, again, it's something that you, uh, like, like if I if I were to be at a job, right, and yeah. then they're like, yeah, we're gonna like hang up lights and and install toilets, right? But if I'm there to like clean toilets and just like clean and then just like not do what my job description was, then it's like, yo, guys, like, what's going on here? And I I understand that military employment's a little bit different. Yeah. But, like, you can look up all the positions that they, like, give you. And it's not, like, a secret. Yeah. Well, like, you don't really get a vague. choice. You don't really get a choice. No, you you get a choice. You get to pick what you do in the military. No, not really. They they give you the illusion that you do. That's not really how it works. I mean, look, if you if you apply for the Air Force, sure, you'll, you'll probably do something in the Air Force. If you yeah. apply for the Marines, sure, you'll probably be in the Marines doing something Yeah, there. but you take the ASVAB test, and they'll see if you're, like— It doesn't always like, work that like a, way. They they yeah, want that's what they want you to believe. Retard. No, but not every like it, it, let's say you and I were to take it and you scored a hundred percent and I scored like, you know, fifty percent. You're yeah. gonna get more job options than I am. Oh uh, yeah, probably. But because they're like, oh yeah, he's more technical. He he's well written. He's well spoken. You know, he's able to like put these concepts together. This other guy, not so much, but he's like really strong. Yeah. Right. So it's like okay, we're gonna have really strong guy go do like this and this on airplanes while this guy's going to go pilot them. Right. Yeah. So like, there's those, like, it's not, it's not just like a, like a, they just like pull a name out of a hat and it's just like, Oh, Bob, uh, he's going to go do this. And then you're going to go do that. Like they, yeah, they, they put you through the ringer and it's, yeah. And then even, you know, whenever you become a pilot or if you, even if you touch a plane, um, like, like every day, yeah. um, like you work on the plane, they put you through specific training for it. So it, yeah, like each, each position isn't for everybody, so. Yeah, well, uh, Green Ghost just uh, wrote, uh, he just commented, you have to be real strict about what's in your paperwork, or they can switch yeah. jobs on you. Here's, again, not I, I was never in the military, but from my anecdotal experience, I guess, from from hearing from other people who were in the military, and I, and I know a lot of people who were in the military, you don't really get a choice. So once they sign up, they do... They do their test, even if they score really well on their test, 
if you go through your basic bitch training, and once you're done with that, I mean, yeah, with the exception stuck. of a few people, with the exception you're of a few people, you don't really get a choice. You have to fulfill the needs of the military. You don't get to choose your own career path. It's not like the real world. Where, like me, I have a choice because I I have electrical experience, I have finance experience, I have government experience, and I can weasel my way through through pretty much anything. I can negotiate my own wage. But a lot of people who are joining the military, they don't get that luxury, and that's not like uh, you know me crapping on but them or anything. That's that just is... the nature of the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But none of that is a secret, is what I'm trying to say, right? Well, that's besides the point. That's besides my the point. Fam- Here- my my dad is retired military. And oh, okay. My mom was. My mom also served. And my dad, whenever I said that I wanted to recruit, he walked me through the whole process. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You're going to go to the recruiter. You're going to give them their your information. Yeah. And then they're just going to like walk you through a couple of interviews. And then you're going to take the test, right? And yeah, he's like, right. they're going to give you a list of jobs. You can either pick. Uh, there, there is one that is literally random." where it's like yeah whatever one that we want to you know you're not really sure but you just you want a job here here's one for you yeah uh, and then there's like a bunch of specialized jobs because that's what that's what basic training is and yes. then a lot of it's on the job training yeah as well um basic training is just like here's what we do in the military right just take you everything you have and, and throw it out and then uh then you just go through like a shit ton of training and then you get thrown into your units and then that along with the lower rank comes lower knowledge, right? So you're going to be yeah. put with people of higher ranking that like could be in a similar job or the same job. And then they'll like walk you through it. But like nowhere in that, are you like, like, like as soon as, like, as soon as you put in for like that, that kind of like randomized job, like they're like, oh, you're going to be a tank operator. And it's like, okay, that's fine. This is what I signed up for, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, maybe the people you talk to didn't really read the paperwork, but, like, none of it is a surprise is kind of my point to where, like, like the whole time you're, like, you're, like, okay, like, this is, like, if you know what you want in the military and you're able to, like, get there, nobody's stopping you. Well, I got, I got letters attesting otherwise, but, you know, um, I know not everybody's experience is the same. Um, you're not wrong, but it's also not everybody's experience. There, like I, I look at it from the working class perspective, where regular people are sold a certain idea of what they're going to be getting into, and then once they sign on the dotted line and they move forward with military service. Uh, what happens is completely different from what was sold to them. And not only that, we know what's going to happen. They're going to be sent off to the Middle East. They're going to be sent off to Eastern Europe. And they're going to be doing the bidding of evil people. And they're going to be killing people who did nothing to them whatsoever. And who they'd never hate in any other situation other than the fact that their government told them to hate them. Uh, I know I sound like a hippie saying this shit, but it's certainly true. Again, I got no problem with, with, you know, Middle Eastern people, with the Arabs or any of that shit, but, you know, again, no love for what they believe. Uh, yo, what's up, Cappy Lover? Thank you for joining. I appreciate it, but yeah. And, uh, and again, I take no joy in saying this, and maybe I'm not, you know, using my words eloquently as I should, because um, a lot of my inspirations, a lot of my heroes, and a lot of people that I look up to, they were in the military. 
Paul Harrell here on YouTube, one of the best content creators in the firearm space, uh, Mr. Guns and Gear, again, a, a, a hero of mine. Captain uh, these America. Guys, yeah, you know, these people served honorably, and they yeah. are honorable people. And what I'm saying is not like an indictment on anything that they've done. It, it's really the government and like the, the military apparatus in general. Um, you know, your family is military, so you can be sympathetic. And I have a lot of m members of my family were military and they were all wonderful, honorable people with the exception of one person, but I'm not going to bring them up. But, um, and again, I, I would just, I would never shut on what they did. I would never shut on honest work. I think serving their, you know, your country being willing to defend the country is, is honorable, but dude, I just, I can't, I can't support any of this shit, especially right now where we're on the cusp of uh, world war three. Uh, and, and I think, Stinky boy. Hey, Cappy Lover, uh, military industrial complex is corrupt. Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is corrupt. And I have no love for it. Um, that is really the, the only way to put it. And again, it's and it's like I say what I say because it's like I love my people. I don't want and I, and I, you know, all my friends who were in the military or who or who served, like, I don't want them to die and I don't want them to suffer. And I know plenty of people who suffer from PTSD and other things, and it's just like in my opinion, it's for nothing. I know they cope and they're like, oh, WMDs, you know, Saddam Hussein bad. Nah, it's all nonsense. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Cheese? I mean, you media family members, they were in the military. I mean, do they, do they feel this way or do they feel like it was a waste of time or, or no? Well, yeah. So, like, I talked to my dad about a lot of because he served in the late 80s mm -hmm. and then, like, all the way through the 90s and then up to the mid-2000s. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's all so, over the Middle East, I assume. Uh, yeah, Middle East, Germany, uh, Africa, and just he wasn't like he didn't see like the face of combat, but he definitely saw a lot of the like ramifications of it. Yes, but a lot of the times, like the position of the mil, like the that he sees the military as is just like to help people, right? And yeah. like to argue of like if that's our role or not is a totally different discussion. Yeah, but like you talk to him about like what the operations that he was a part of, none of it was like bad. Yeah, at least the way that like he's like, yeah, this is like what we did, and he's like, the whole point was help people. They weren't Americans, but they were to help people. Yeah. Um. So I, whenever he always talks about stuff, it's just, it, it's usually in like, America was the good guys; these were yeah. the bad guys, and yeah. it's like, okay, like that, that's a totally fair position. Yeah. Um. So and again, my my mom, she also served, but she was in a way. Uh, she, she, it was more, uh, she was a boom operator, so she'd be on the KC, I can't remember the name of the planes, but they have the big old, uh, tails and then oh, okay. the jets will fly up to them and refuel and then fly back off. So she, um, she worked on a plane. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah, very yeah. cool. Very cool. She knew she was pregnant with me whenever, uh, <laughs> uh, she got, uh, uh, air sick, which she uh, like never did before. So, oh, so you were, you were a military baby. I guess. Yep. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. People call me a Air Force brat, but I don't Man. know if that's a fair. Nah, I don't think that's fair. Was your mother in the military when you were like born? When you came into the world? Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Uh, and my brother, uh, my mom, qu quickly after my brother was born, she, uh, I think, resigned. She resigned. Was she allowed to? Yeah. She. Uh, I think she was at six years. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Good for her. Good for her. She did the right thing. Well, you know, she did her time honorably, and you know, she probably served the country honorably. And 
Uh, again, no, no ill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my parents my both got really, really messed up by the military. So like, but it's oh, not really? because. Yeah. So like, for for myself, I definitely always thought of like, I always saw the military as like a job. I didn't really see it as like oh, I'm gonna go serve my country and yada yeah. yada yada and fight evil. I just was like, oh, like my dad, he is successful now because of the mil- like his career in the military, and my mom is a, a housewife, so she you know is successful in a different way. Um, no, she is. I would think so. Yeah. Um, I, I like. I have a a sibling. I'll just leave it at that. They were in the military, and they were so fucking disgusting. They 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 took time off and they came to visit and they were staying with me. They fucking trashed my house. And I was like, I thought the military taught you people how to keep your fucking room tidy. And you fucking trashed my house. You disrespect me in my own home. I was so upset. Um, however, it seemed like your mom benefited from it. Uh, she's a much better woman than uh, my sibling. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's see. Green Ghost writes, another asshole take, but I think it's fucked up that women in the military get pregnant while active duty. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, most of the vets I know that went through tours. <laughs> most of the vets I know that went through tours in the Middle East came back thinking it was bullshit that we were there. Yeah, that's what I get from a lot of people that I know. And uh, there's a handful. Like I'm a gamer. I play video games. And there's a hand. There's a few guys that I've played video games with or I play video games with, and they got PTSD. Not a fucking joke. And they can't play like Call of Duty with me. They can't play Rainbow Six Siege or PUBG or anything like that because the gunshots will, will trigger a mental episode. So I play a lot of like these like cutesy party games because it's not going to like upset them. And that's a real thing, guys. It's a fucking real thing. Um, yeah, my dad used to be really scared of fireworks for a long time. Yeah. Do, do you know if he has PTSD? Is it okay for me to ask that? Yeah, he does. He does? Oh, man. I that's apologize. what I said. Fireworks. Yeah, like... Well, I mean, there's people who don't have PTSD that are afraid of fireworks anyways. So I just want oh, to clarify. I see. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, again, my sibling, they were in Kuwait. They were getting hit by mortars. They they, they survived, obviously, and the, the, the people they were with survived. But, I mean, scary shit. You got fucking, you know, things exploding in your fucking, you know, your shit. It's not a, it's not a good time. So nothing but sympathy towards them. So, yeah, we're about an hour and 33 minutes. We got one more story, guys. It's a fun one. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Uh, not political in any way, shape, or form, uh, but it's about this woman, this Tinder thought. I liked a high-value man's photo on dating app. He rejected me because I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, why is it in quotation marks? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Why is it in quotation marks? Why is it in these... Uh... <laughs> You know what? It's like, obviously, it's not true, guys. Like, see? All right. We're going to be positive here. What I see here, uh, a symmetrical face. We got really good teeth. Obviously, not a man. Not a man. This is a woman. This is a real woman. Uh, you know, she dresses She's well. She's single, guys. She's single. She, she is single. She, she dresses well. However, the weight is a problem, according to the man that she messaged. If she lost, like... 30 pounds super dateable she can get herself a simp a very loyal simp Lose the nose ring yeah yeah nose ring uh you know she might even be able to get a trendy simp all right so <laughs> you know what is up with this photo like down below the eyeliner does not 
I don't is not doing her any favors. Look, dude, if I'm if I'm at the bar and I'm drunk, don't even. And don't this even, is my only don't option. Don't. Would you stop me, bro? If I was, if you were there yes. witnessing this, I would take a photo. No, either I would make fun <laughs> of you, I'd just take a photo, and you'd be like, "No, she wasn't that fucking ugly," and just be like, "Look, dude, this is what she, this is what she looked like." I was like, "Whatever, dude. More to work with." Yeehaw! <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's get yeah, into the story. Weight class. That's the rule that I have. <laughs> all right, a plus size. Oh, she's a mom. Ah! All right, so a plus-size mom claims she was harassed last month by a man on a dating app with self-proclaimed above-average looks and high values. So she could have put Can this dude... This man? Yeah, so, so the man put her on blast. The man mocked her. She could have outed him, but she didn't. So I'm going to assume that he was a very handsome devil. All right. It was so ridiculous that it was comical, Krista Brown told Kennedy News. Brown, 36 years old, 36 single mom, said she downloaded the Christian dating app Plenty of Fish in November after being single for three years. She was unprepared for the cringeworthy communications she said she received from a match who turned out to be a mismatch. The Minnesota Budget Support Specialist <laughs> recalled thinking the cyberspace Casanova was kind of cute despite his pathetic mustache. Oh, so now she's talking shit. All right, here we go. Uh, fat single mom, what does she have? Tons of student debt. Uh, lo- <laughs> Thanks, Green Ghost. Uh, the Minnesota uh, Budget Support Specialist recalled thinking the cyberspace Casanova was kind of cute despite his pathetic mustache. She claimed she swiped right but didn't message him. She says the unidentified man reacted out it, uh, reacted out to her in a big way. He sent me a, a whole, huge way. Yeah, it was very huge. He sent me a whole huge long paragraph asking why I think I'm worthy of dating him and what do I bring to the equation? Probably her fat Fair questions. Uh, he had a very condescending tone. He was so absolutely ridiculous, she lamented. Look, if you didn't have kids, I'd be like, look, maybe I'll give you a chance, but you got to come to LVAC with me. I go every morning at 6 a.m. The gym is not a fucking joke. We go hard for an hour or at least 45 I, minutes. She's got potential. A, I, I have a time. <laughs> I, I try or a, a woman of plus size showed interest in me. Yeah. And I, uh, I was just being nice. That was yeah. it. And she like showed a bunch of interest in me like two days into like messaging me. Yeah. I knew this I knew this person in, in real life. She wasn't just some internet creature. Bigger uh, or smaller than this girl? Way bigger. Oh. Can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. No, I Go remember on. she she took off her What? What's going on? Nothing. Go Are on. You okay? Yeah. Oh, go on. I thought you said hold on. I'm sorry. No, I said go um, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a she had a hoodie <clears throat> and a tank top on. And I remember we were playing kind of a board game together. And whenever she took off her hoodie and like the tank top kind of went up. I was repulsed. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I was just like, I was like, oh, she seems like, you know, she lost like 50 pounds. She'd like be pretty cute. Yeah. But I was like, I, I don't know if that's worth the, uh, I've, I've read so many stories online of, of guys talking about like my significant others, like gained a bunch of weight. Like, what do I do? 
right? Yeah. Because it's just like, what, yeah, like, what do you do? Do you just strap them to a treadmill for like half a day, like every day until they I like would. lose all? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just like, it's like torture this poor person until they lose weight. It's not torture. It's not torture. Um, you know, it's that's like, look, you get into a communion, you get into a relationship, you get into a partnership with somebody, and it's like, look, we're going to be stuck together forever. All right. Now we got a family, we got kids. We got to be active. We got to be healthy for the babies. We got to be strong. We got to be competent. We got to be able to take care of shit for the babies. Work, and not, working out gives you a lot of energy. And and it's like, look, you you can't be looking like a goddamn fucking balloon. Um, and again, like, look, I can be, like, somebody like this woman, somebody like this one again. She was single. She didn't have babies, and I was desperate. I'd be like, look, we got to at least go to the gym together. And, and again, she's not. I even can look at like, a woman. I don't even see a fupa, dude. Like, yeah, no, this is this. Is, look, I can look at this woman and be like, look, she's got potential. She's got yeah. potential. You know, you Blue lose like fifty pounds. James. No you know, lips. Like, yeah, you lose no like, lips. Nothing wrong with the lips. I know a lot of what? racist black women like to hate on white women and their lack of lips. Look, these lips are perfectly fine to me because I'm not a racist. Unlike those, you also have no lips. So that might be one. <sighs> Kiss my Get ass. Kiss my ass, jeez. You With know my what? Luscious lips. You know what? Why don't you come to Vegas and you find out if I have lips or not? Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of gay, but whatever, dude. Uh, Swag boy has those reasonable expectations. I do have those reasonable expectations. I like uh, that she has the whole table. Yeah. Did she eat it? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, let's get back to the story here. Uh, where do we leave off at? Uh, let's see. Krista Brown admitted she found the alleged rants comical, but noted hateful comments could be damaging to some women. Oh, yeah. So she's so altruistic. She's like, you know what? These very somebody. hurtful comments, <laughs> they're not for me. They're for other women. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the I got a post about this right now. <laughs> At first, I was offended. Oh, there we go. That's the truth. And you're still offended. But as I read through it, the more ridiculous it got. And I just started shaking my head and laughing. I can't believe there are people out there who actually think like this. You know, here's the fucking message. We're going to read this shit. All right. Hey, I was about to say, this is a fucking hoot. Yeah. All right. So this is the message, you guys. This is the message that the man, the high value status male sent to uh, this woman right here. This is her. All right, so the message reads, what makes you think we're compatible? Question mark. I bought my own home at 20. I completely remodeled it since then by myself. What doesn't mean trim and paint means took out 20 feet of wall, rewired, replumbed, insulated, sheetrocked, new windows, siding, roof, basically a new house. Yes, I'm shallow. No guys don't care about what women have accomplished in life. That's true. No men don't want a strong, independent, opinionated woman. True. Men want to feel needed. True. They want looks, youth, and inexperience. Yes. So true. Fact. The fact I'm above average in looks, slender, decent shape, good hygiene, and cute puts me solidly above a five. <laughs> you probably know not all women are tens. Some have to be ones, twos, threes, and fours. Should be enough for you to just disqualify yourself. I guess Ooh. unless <laughs> I guess unless you're a virgin, which is very unlikely, even then pushing it, seeing as you are overweight, which tells me you lack self-discipline and motivation. No one wants to be big, chubby, fat. LK, this seems like a mean message, but 
Uh, it's not. It's just reality and seems mean because people are so detached from that thing. That thing called reality. Sorry, why do women hold such high standards for men? You hearing my profile along with the Hardy. other women do. Uh, oh, yeah, you hearting my profile along with other women who do tells me that I'm not just pulling blank out of my ass yet. Don't allow me uh, allow men to have standards. All right. That is pretty part one. Yeah, this is part one. Part two. Pain is a good motivator. You're either going to get yourself out uh, out of it or you're going to regress. I don't believe in depression. If you're depressed, it's because your life depresses you. Medication just numbs the pain. So you're okay with the BS. You're selfish for even hitting me up. I don't have kids. You really think I want to come in and have any responsibility in shaping and forming and caring for some other dude's kids? Bang. Relationships are not about happiness. It's about duty to family. People need to learn that. People keep sugarcoating everything and everyone. Well, where did I leave off at? Uh, let's see. And everyone uh, is living in a delusional world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, what fucking happened over there? Hold up. What the fuck? I, I like scroll down and I fucking lost it. Hold up. Stop fucking moving it. What the fuck? Original about uh, happiness. Like, at, like where the truck is, like where the wheels are, like go over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're sugarcoating everything and everyone is living in a delusional world. You think over half the guys in the world think that obese women in SI swimsuit edition is hot? No, yet she got the cover even with her lack of motivation, lack of self-discipline, lack of effort over all the gorgeous women who stayed in shape, ate healthy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these uh, with this world your actions have consequences you're just triggered that i know my value i know i'm a high value man and believe it or not men are actually okay with being alone women are not biologically scientifically true that's why one in three women are on anxiety depression meds and the unhappiest they've ever been in recorded history women are so stuck in their delusions they don't even look at what's happening in the world and their selfishness is hurting kids look up statistics on single mother households single father households look up the differences in having a biological father in the house and my kids are different they won't end up a uh, statistic said every single single mother ever ruthless <laughs> ruthless let's go to step three all right we got an Speed ad savage yeah green ghost oh uh, i don't think there's more to that oh hold on this is bullshit ad all right four are you doing any research on the male role in a child's upbringing and trying to incorporate it yourself? No, like stop talking. You have no idea. Drop your standards and looks. Date a man who actually feels lucky to date you. Then you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have so much issue with past relationships. Plus, you think I want to deal with that baggage? Get over it. Not the next guy's fault. The last guy you picked was a douchebag. I'm sure you got a dude friend zone that's an amazing dude and would love to date you, but he doesn't fit in your dick metrics. Only problem is you need to look for a father, not a blank, a dad, not a blank. I don't even know what that means. Uh, quit being selfish and put your kids first. So this dude is giving this woman some, like, you know, real world advice. All right, we got, All right so we got a link in an uh, ad here. What the fuck? All right, so it. I guess... Yeah, I guess yeah, that's there's it. Yeah, two ads. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. This dude is savage. Ghost green, right? Dick metric. I know, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. That's, look, a fucking, that's the word of the day. Here's what I imagine. Here's, my, here's what I'm imagining in my mind. This guy just finished watching 
an undid chronic video. He was watching the live stream. Maybe he called in. He was like, you know what? These girls are for the streets. And then he was like watching some clips of Andrew Tate on, on Twitter. He's like, you know what? Andrew Tate's making some sense. And then this fucking bitch messages him. And she probably has like a Ukraine flag in her like plenty of fish bio. He's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking lay into her. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. And I'm going to feel so good about it. And uh, again, I, I see potential here. You know, you got to lose that 50 pounds. She's got the good teeth. She's got the good skin. She's even got That's, a decent height. But again, you're stretching it. If she was with me, though, if I if I gave her a chance, I'd be like, look, you got to come to LVAC with me. We're going to Las Vegas Athletic Club every fucking morning. And you know what? We're not going to be going to McDonald's. We're gonna we're not going to be going to Chick-fil-A. We're not going to be going to rallies. We're going to go home. And we're going to make our own fucking food. We got these protein meals. And You know uh, what my problem is? Yeah. What? <laughs> this woman is seven years younger than my mom is. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been thinking the whole time. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, like no, I, I can't even think about like... I don't know what prompted this message. Um, I mean, if these images are accurate, it seems like it was completely unprovoked. She didn't necessarily respond to it. It looks like this is all him. He saw the woman. Also, I don't know what's on her profile. She probably has like some stupid bullshit like, you better not be pro-Trump. You better not be fucking unvaccinated. You better it not. Is a Christian, yeah, it you, is a Christian you better, site. I just think she was like so shocked. I didn't, I honestly, dude, I had no idea. Plenty of fish was a Christian site until literally doing this, this stream with you. I thought it was just a rake, like plenty of fish is like a figure of speech, right? Like, oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Um, I didn't think it was a Christian site. Um, so she probably had like some stupid, like anti Christian, anti Republican, anti conservative bullshit, pro Ukraine flag on her bio. And she was talking some shit. <laughs> and then this guy just fucking laid into her. He was just absolutely ruthless to her. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give this fucking pig a piece of my mind. I'm going to show this me this. Show me this woman's child. I... <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the ethnicity of this kid right now. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I do. <laughs> Curiosity, man. I'm just... <laughs> That fucking comment by Green Ghost, I was like, black, black, black. Oh, yep, connecting, connecting, connect, <laughs> connect. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. It reminds uh, me of that tweet to where that girl was like, uh, a black guy just asked me out today. I need to hit the gym. Oh, that was pretty funny. That was an old one. Really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I remember was. that one. Yeah, she and she was like based in red pill. And she's like, yeah, uh, the writing's on the wall. I got to lose weight because... Uh, and the, she seems super cute by her, at least the image on her profile. Yeah, she's like, the brothers are coming out of the woodwork to ask me out. Like, I got to lose weight. Good for her. Um, so, yeah, this is pretty damn funny. This is where we're going to end off on is uh, this hilarious story about this woman. Look, she doesn't even look like she belongs to the streets. She probably fell in love with a douchebag, like the guy said. And, you know, they had a kid, and now she's on her own. And, like, look, I don't think people like her should be subjected, uh, subjugated to loneliness. Uh, and, again, I don't know what's on her profile. So she's got, like, some, like, messed up nonsense. It's, like, anti-Trump, anti-Republican, anti, you know, MAGA or whatever. And then this dude just lays into her. You know, he's got a world of respect for me. Okay, I, I bet one of two things. Of how like yeah. specific it was. Yeah. She showed a picture of the kid. 
to like boost boost points and then probably sent like an unflattering photo or two uh it could it could be that that second that second picture isn't great right like the eyeliner does not do her eyes justice it just makes her look like a demon i don't know about demon you're being too critical no like look if i'm at a bar I'm oh my drunk, lord! Are we going through this again? And I'm and I'm striking out with the ladies. And there's like a pair and of then, balls between her legs, guys. I'm still <laughs> smacking that shit. You know what? I am not a John Anthony lifestyle. He's into the Transformers. I'm not. This know, is obviously a woman. Look, if I'm at a bar, and it's like 3 a.m., this is the only female around, and she's willing, and she's gonna take me home. I hope. She Would, has I a no? on. Would I say I no? Would I? I really hope she has a corset on. Just fucking pull that thing off and just. <laughs> oh god! Fucking buttons come flying off. You get fucking hit in the eye. It's like shit. Oh, I was like, oh shit! Jesus, right? He was telling the truth. I should have listened. Oh, and I'm like, you know, my ribs break. She's on top. And I'm just like, oh, yep. dude. As long as uh, the balls don't touch. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. No, this is this is clearly a woman. Have We're you heard? Gonna... A, have you heard how uh, fat women give birth? Dude, I don't want. No, what? Tell me, <laughs> educate me, cheese. So, whenever they get that, whenever they get fat enough that, like, they're you know how like they're like they're leg fat, right? Like, you ever seen like a fat lady trying like spread her legs apart? They can't <sighs> no. spread their legs apart far apart to like open up the birth canal, right? To like let a baby slide through. So, guess what they have to do? What? They have to do a C-section. Really? There was a there was an article that I shared last year of um, a woman of plus size. Yeah. She was taking a fat shit and a baby came uh-huh. out. And I yeah. was like, LOL, what a dumb bitch. She literally shit on her baby. And uh it's literally what she did. But the baby came out, the baby was healthy, yeah. they made it. And uh the, the the woman claimed she didn't know she was pregnant. Um I think I have some things bookmarked on Twitter. <gasps> Let's okay. go to my to finish my story. Oh yeah, go yeah, finish your story before I go on. Yeah, so yeah, so so fat women, they have to have a C section. Yeah. Right. And do you know, like, I'm sure you're aware of like how a C-section works, right? You get yes. into the skin. Yeah. You, you know, you you take a couple layers off and then. Oh, yeah. The it's, it's invasive surgery. Yeah. I'm aware. Exactly. Whenever you have a fat woman, what is in between that layer of skin and that baby? Oh, uh, clearly fat. A lot of fat. A lot of fat. Right. Um. Well, they have to sit there and they have to like cut it with like a heated knife well and uh, i actually do have experience in this field i used to work for child protective services and i'm very familiar with uh clinical things yeah not all fat women need a c-section some because obese women are very unfit and they're not healthy some of them maybe more often than not they do have to get c-sections and they do have to go through this uh strenuous process which is it's a, a lot probably a lot higher than like women that might have like small hips oh no absolutely absolutely i don't know how common uh not common enough for me to make note of it um i don't think i've, I've experienced any of the people that i've interacted with that needed a c-section uh most of, again most of the stuff like 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 i had a woman uh, a young woman she called me she called me up and uh, th- these are the people that i dealt with and she's like hey uh, I've smoked weed in the last like few months and I'm pregnant. What happens if I have a baby? And I was like, well, this is what's going to happen. You're going to deliver your baby. 
we're lucky. It's going to be healthy. It's going to be happy and it's going to be fine. And we're going to run tests on the baby and the baby tests positive for drugs, even something as innocuous as THC. You're going to be visited by people like me. We're going to go down there. We're going to ask you some questions. And if you were doing drugs while you were pregnant, it's not going to end well for you. Uh, I've dealt with some people who are clinically obese and I don't recall them having complications when giving birth. However, when you are obese, the likelihood of having complications when you're having kids is a lot higher. Um, well, with that being said, what else do we want to talk about really quick? Because I have some stuff bookmarked that, that just like happened really quickly, and I was like, oh, it'd be kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, Ted Cruz's daughter uh, tried to commit suicide. The Occupy Democrat fruit crate, uh, fruitcakes were trying to talk shit. So I am seeing the majority of Democrats offer the family of Senator Ted Cruz a, fa a far greater compassion during their time of crisis than he could muster for Paul Pelosi. He was retweeting jokes and conspiracy theories about Paul at the time. Perhaps he will learn about decency from the, this experience. It was a really fucked up thing to say. Wait, wait, wait. Is this? I thought the daughter was sick. Or is that a different daughter? Or is this the same daughter? She was sick and then he, he has a uh, bisexual daughter. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but he has a young daughter. She is a teenager and she did attempt to end her own life, her own being. And um, Ted Cruz did make comments about Paul Pelosi. Here's the difference between the two. Uh, Paul Pelosi is an adult. He is a man and his daughter is a minor. She's a very tiny girl. And um, one of these people is like a kind of like a quasi public figure. The other one is a little kid. Um, and also Ted Cruz has zero reason to lie about his daughter's medical episode. And Paul Pelosi or Nancy Pelosi have every reason to lie about what happened at that house. And I don't know, you, you watch Matt Christensen in, you know, blonde, right? You watch the, their content somewhat no. regularly. No. Damn. Well, uh, Paul Pelosi initially was like, I got beat up by this crazy yeah. deranged dude. I'm aware dude. of the story. I just don't watch Matt and Blonde. Okay, well, there's been some developments. There's been some really interesting developments about the case. And now it's like the son of David DePape, the alleged attacker. The underwear man? He thinks, yeah, the underwear man. He thinks that, uh, or he stated that he could have been a sex slave. Now, I used to work for the, Dem the Democratic Party. I mentioned this in another stream. I used to work for the Democratic Party. I know a lot of the players involved here. And I know the Pelosi's, they be kind of freaky. And some freaky shit be going down in California. There, were, uh, there was another uh, Democratic shot caller. He was, uh, oh, fuck, what was his name? I can't remember his name at the top of my head. But he was a Democrat. And he was, he's a big shot caller in the Democratic Party. And he would have a lot of young black boy whores go over to his house and they'd be doing drugs, having sex. And a handful of them died. One of them died recently. And the dude's been in a lot of trouble ever since. Um, so Paul Pelosi being sexually involved with David DePape is not really much of a stretch. The son appears to think so. And they're like, and the son came out like literally just a few days ago. And he's like, look, my dad's not right wing. He's not all right. Yada, yada, yada. This is bullshit. So, yeah, it's um, 
it's pretty obvious what's happening here. They this is a setup to make MAGA look bad or to make the right look bad right before the midterms. So whatever. And now they're and now the occupied Democrats are trying to make it seem like, oh yeah, Ted Cruz. This is your fault. You should you should learn better. You should learn from th from this uh, incident. What else do I have bookmarked here? Learn better. Yeah, <laughs> learn better. Oh yeah, this is uh from anti watch, or from anti white watch. The cavalier way in which a uh which these black shoplifters uh sh black shoplifters criminals just assault people is infuriating. The old white man died after some thug pushed him down, resulting in a head injury. After this, can we end the, the show with something lighthearted, please? Which I was happy with where we ended off. Oh, I don't, with, I don't with mind the... talking about this kind of stuff, but like definitely not something that I like want to end on. Uh, you know what? Let's see. Do we have anything lighthearted? Yeah, and if you don't have anything lighthearted, then you know what we, we quick, you know what we do have this uh Andrew Tate clip about. Funny. Uh, he funny? breaks down the Balenciaga situation for what it really is. He also breaks. Okay, I don't really want to listen to Andrew Taint red pills. Andrew Taint. <laughs> no, uh, I think the leaving off at the 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 fat single mother is probably. Uh, I thought uh, it was a fun high note and a little bit of a an inspiration from the Dick Show. Yeah, the Fat Watch. Oh, does he do that? Does he do that? He does do that. Oh, yeah. No, this is not nothing like that at all. That's what I'm saying. But I, I did like the inspiration. I'm not sure if you've watched it or not, but. No, I like Dick okay. Masterson. Dick Masterson and Ethan Ralph, they were out here in Vegas. And um, I didn't really have like a, a, a big presence here online. But if I did, I probably would have reached out to them and be like, you know what? We should hang out because I like Ethan Ralph. I'm I'm pro Ralph retort. And I think Dick Masterson is fucking hilarious. He's way edgy, edgier than I'll ever be. But he's like a like a legit entertainer, so he he has that luxury. I don't. So, um, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah. This is hilarious. This woman. I don't know. So you would never give this woman a chance, cheese. You want to give her a chance? Uh, besides all like the obvious reasons that I stated, <laughs> satanic eyes and obesity, and her being almost <laughs> as old as my mom. Oh, dude, that's ruthless. I that's what I'm saying. Like you're just like, yeah, you wouldn't. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking thinking she's almost twice my age. <laughs> you forget who you're talking to here. Like, yeah, I, I gotta, uh, I gotta like, remind I can, everybody. Yeah, I, yeah uh, like my last girlfriend was like 18 years old, and it wasn't weird. Yeah, right? like, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a millennial, bro. But uh, cheese, he he brings that Gen Z perspective to the the Watch Frogs podcast, and um, yeah. Um, she might be too old. Well, you know what? Cheese, let me tell you something. When I was, when I was your age, when I was your age, I was, uh, I was at the hard rock when it existed and I was at this pool party and there was this really beautiful woman. She was a librarian. Her name was Leanna. And we were like dancing together and whatnot. And she was like at this bullshit, uh, event with, uh, this like rock star guy. Uh, he was in a band and he was like all up over her and shit. And she ended up leaving with him. I don't know what happened. She says nothing happened, which is probably a lie. And um, she ends up calling, uh, texting me like a few days later. And she's like, hey, you want to come over to my house? And I was like, yeah, sure. Well, it wasn't a house. It was an apartment. So uh, I was in college at the time. And she was like 10 years older than me. So I would go over and like stay with her. And she'd be like, how was school? 
are you dating anybody? And I was like, no, not really. And uh, I don't know, dude. So like, I I don't I have like a bias for these older women. Uh, granted, I mean, this even her, she's like what 36, 37. So she's like seven, eight years older than myself. So I don't even know if I would. Yeah, she's thirty six. So she's like five, six years older than myself. So I don't even know if I would be like into her. But um, maybe for the night. I don't know. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, easy cheese. Uh, the, she was a librarian. Laughing emojis. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, this is a, this is a hilarious situation. Uh, I just like how she's tilted, and not any part of the story was she like. You know what? I should probably look inwards. <laughs> None of these women are like. I should probably reflect upon what they said and take it seriously. <laughs> Yeah, like quit being selfish and put your kids first. She read that and she thought to like go to the press and like complain about it. So I need a tattle. Yeah. <laughs> so uh no, I, I, I sympathize where you come from, cheese. But me, I'm an equal opportunity lover. And just because they're older than me doesn't mean I'm gonna say no. Now yeah. like we just I think you read my comment. I was like, I want a wife, not a sleeping buddy, sorry. Yeah, no, no, definitely. If you sleeping buddy, that's a no go. That's a no go. Yeah. I think I think younger me, while I wasn't like tuned in to like the red pill of MGTOW life, I kind of instinctually knew that what I was doing was just a, a one-time thing or uh, it was only temporary. Uh, I knew better. I knew better. But yeah. So that was a show. We went through all kinds of stuff. We talked about Brittany Griner definitely being a woman. Brittany Grimer is Grimer. Griner is full woman. We talked about Connie West winning the prestigious anti-Semite of the Year Award. <laughs> Carrie Lake fighting for her political future, probably gonna be the vice president. Very, very important. And of course, Oberlin College stomping for their own future and then getting $36 million. Very, very cool. And we talked about uh, the Twitter files and the Pentagon <laughs> tricking everybody. And then, of course, uh, fat women posting their L's. Very, very cool. Very, very groovy. Uh, so that is the show. We went, uh, dude, we went almost like two hours. Yeah, we went exactly like, two like, hours and five like minutes. This is like the best show that we've done so far. This is like the third show that we've done so far. Um, but like, that's what I'm saying. But like, I feel like this was like the best one. Yeah, you know, we're going to have a lot of really great shows in the future. Uh, we, I got all this cool tech. I got all these cool techniques, and um, I'm just ready for it. And, of course, I got plenty of wine. This juicy, apothic red winemaker's blend, rich and smooth Shut from California. <laughs> so, yeah, Cheese, uh, do you have any uh, parting words for our adoring viewers who will be listening, not just on these uh, streaming platforms, but of course on anchor.fm, which streams to Apple podcasts and Spotify. Oh my Lord. What yeah. a question. Um, no, just uh, keep it real out there, homies and uh, be nice. Absolutely. Be nice. Uh, you know, brother Sam Kennison said, you know, Lord, make me sweet. Don't make me hard. Make me sweet, Lord. And yeah, that's uh, a, it's a good yeah, way. To those live. are words to live by. Yeah, no, fantastic. May, may Brother Sam Kennison rest in peace. And uh, you know, you know what? Um, we got one more stream on a Tuesday on the twenty seventh. This is gonna be the that's gonna be the last stream of the year. So we got to do something fun. I think every story should be fun and lighthearted, and we should just riff the way that we did tonight. Uh, I think that's uh, that's how we shine. That's how we do. 
Um, Unless there's like some big, big news. I think we covered all the big, big news items. Um, yeah, well, I don't we'll know. Have one more, we'll have one more episode to like wrap up the year with. Yeah, so it's going to be Tuesday. Um, so we'll, we'll be brainstorming, but um, I don't know. Like, like this episode, I was like, maybe we should talk about Tim Pool. But I don't know, dude. I'm kind of over the whole Tim Pool thing. I um, too. Yeah, I mean, it, like I, w- I was doing the, the training, so I didn't really have enough time to... Dude, I'm so glad it's all over with, dude. I got my life back. I can play video games. I can talk with people again. I can, like, go out. But, ugh, dude. Yeah, the Temple stuff was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. And I go back and forth. But, yeah. I don't want to attack content creators, especially those who are, like, generally sympathetic towards, you know, what I believe. So, yeah. So, with that being said, that is uh, that is going to be this episode of The Watch Frogs. Thank, thank you, everybody. Uh, so next week we will be streaming on the 27th. So it'll be after Christmas. So uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. You all spend and happy Hanukkah. Yeah. And happy Hanukkah. Ha- you know, whatever holiday you celebrate seasons, greetings. So God bless. Peace out, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode Good of the Watch Frogs. Peace.